This is a Danger Entertainment podcast. DangerEntertainment.net. Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe, anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun. And remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the history of bad ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. History of Bad Ideas, episode number 305. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. I'm Blake. I'm Jim. Yay! The Jim, whole gang's here. Jim's doing his homework late. Jim, did your dog eat your homework? Yes. Okay. You're doing your top five list right now? I had four good ones. I'm just coming up with any other ones. So. Gotcha. Just couldn't find one to die for. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's called a tease. <laughs> <laughs> we are here in the still under construction Bob Studios. Uh, so thank you for everybody for the last two weeks at Dana's. We appreciate Dana Gardens in Cincinnati, Ohio, hosting us. Uh, so this week we're technically that was Norwood. Yeah. No, oh wait a minute. It's not no. Technically it's Evanston. It's true. So we do appreciate it. We are back in the Bob Studios. It's almost done. They've been under construction here. If we if we sound like we're in a cave, we are. We're in a pod cave. Ooh, I like that. The pod Bob cave. Studios pod cave. We apologize yeah. if there's any uh, small little echo. There shouldn't be, but if there, if there is, we haven't had carpet installed yet. That will be here next week. So next yeah, uh, no, no no sound baffling going on here. I'm coming in this week. on the weekend. I'm going to nail up some uh, egg cartons all over your walls. This is an orange of the new black. Oh, <laughs> we don't need that. No, Jeff's got some coming. We got some uh, soundproofing coming. Yeah, Maybe we'll have to look for some. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Else, uh, we, do we have a camera coming? Yeah, I got to reorder another one of those too. Okay, so we're getting a camera for YouTube. You better because we got an outlet up there for you. <laughs> Am I going to have to like pay attention to it? Like, we're going to do things now visually so that people listening to the podcast don't get it. Like, no, I actually started listening a little bit to Critical Role. Mm-hmm. I'm actually kind of annoyed by some of it because there's they start just bursting out laughing and you have no idea why. No, 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 no. We'll have it on They're YouTube. Supposed to edit that stuff out for the podcast. Well, that was kind of annoying. No, no, no. But I, I'm seriously, I've only been through episode one of season two, so okay. So it probably gets better, but I don't know if I got time to listen to it. 
So yeah. next, you know, if you don't have time to listen to anything, like yeah. you got to do it while other things are going on. See, I, I used to be able to, yeah, I used to be able to listen to a lot of stuff because I would do a lot of mind-numbing, repetitive work over and over again. And, yes. You know, now that I switched jobs, I actually have to think, uh, and it just destroys all that shit. You know, I can't pay attention. There's thinking in government jobs. Yeah, it's horrible. What the hell happened there? Got dangerous. Oh. So we will have a, it was, it, we'll be back next week uh, with a finished studio uh, with everything. So that's good. And uh, we'll have video up here in a couple, probably a month, probably after the floppies. I would say first of the year we'll yeah, do first it. first of the year. We're, we're going to do some video. We're running up. towards uh, next year, next season, if next you season. will. In January. Can you so. digitize my face for the entire presentation? You're going to sit in this corner so you're not shown. Yeah. So you'll be fine. See my back of my head. Pretty much, yeah. That's what we've planned on. You're going to be sitting where I'm sitting right now. Yeah. It is a very lovely studio, though. It's nicely painted. I can actually see things. I know. It's we got lights. We got lights in the ceiling <laughs> as opposed to a lamp that protect <laughs> that prevents me from seeing Jason. Oh wait, that was the good part. Can we bring that lamp back? <laughs> no. On the positive, we don't have tinfoil walls anymore. Mm-hmm. I would. Uh, I was never able to see the guest, the lamp. I'm like, <laughs> now we could, now we can see all our blemishes on our face. That's right. Skin. So uh, we do. I have no blemishes. Yeah. <laughs> Everything there is a love. Mark. I could actually, I could actually see the your the textures and the shades of your beard. Aren't they beautiful? Yeah, you got like there. several uh, colors going on. <laughs> oh yeah. He's Unfortunately, got, they're all turning gray. It's got red, brown, yellow, black, white. He's got it all. Yeah. Including ketchup. He's like red. He has the Pepe Le Pew um, beard. What are you, what are you <laughs> saving on your... Oh, it's a piece of sauce piece in your upper sauce. mustache? <laughs> there you go. What's that white? Never mind. Uh, that's that's right. just a gray hair, Jason. Oh, that's white chocolate. Mm. Uh, oh, shit. Real chocolate. I apologize. I need to get the Oreos. We got mystery Oreos today. Oh, well, we'll have to do that we do? we take a break. Ooh. I'll get them and bring them down. I forgot all about it. Is this more of like the guess the flavor kind of thing again? Didn't yeah. they do this once already? No, 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 no. We've never had mystery flavor yet. Uh, who did that? Another company did that with it. Yeah, I thought we'd done it something like Oreos, that. It wasn't Oreos. It was... Necco wafers? We did try no. to guess what the moon Oreo flavor was. <laughs> it was the moon. <laughs> no, we, it was Lucky Charms. We tried Necco wafers, uh, guessed the flavor, and it was just paper. It tasted Cardboard, like... Cardboard? Yep, drywall. Chalk? Yep. <laughs> Trash. I thought it was egg carton. That could I, be a good one. <laughs> I've had some good egg cartons. That was not a good egg no. carton. So, uh, let's see. Blake, let me ask you this. Are you caught up on Walking Dead? No. Did you watch any? No, but I watched all three Watchmen yesterday. Do you understand what's going on? Yeah. Well, I had to go refresh myself in the wiki, uh, Watchmen, so I remember. And I was able to guess. I'm like, okay, I think this character is related to this guy. I think this character is that guy. Of course, Dr. Manhattan is pretty easy. Is he in there? Yes. Is he? I haven't, I haven't seen it. Because Jimmy I, saw it, right? I've only watched the first episode so far. Okay. I've, I figured out who Silk Spectre is. Mm. And, uh, she, eventually, she gets revealed. Uh, Ozymandian. Is that how you say yep. his name? Ozymandias. No. No. Uh, I think... No, Vite well, well, the... Article in the paper at the very beginning of the first episode was something about Vite was dead. Oh. I think there's a well, there's a story twist. I don't know if I want to give up. Ba- all right, based on three scenes, can I talk about it? Yeah, go ahead. 
He's in, he's in, well, it's Lindelof, so he's in some kind of purgatory. <laughs> I don't get it. He's a, I think he's a prisoner somewhere uh, in some kind of alternate reality thing. I'm thinking he may have been put there by Dr. Dr. Manhattan. Manhattan. Yes. Uh, there are new characters, and they are kind of like themed like Watchmen with the mask vigilante stuff, so that's kind of cool. So they bring that in. And I, I, I can see where Lindelof didn't want to like try and reboot the whole Watchmen thing. Just so this takes place thirty years later, so it's kind of cool. So you're kind of like catching up on things thirty years later. So I'm sitting there going, "Oh man, uh, what about the uh, Night Owl? Is he still mm. alive? Is this guy Night Owl, or could he not be? I don't know." Um, but I, I don't know who that is yet, or, or if he's even still alive. I can't Somebody remember. Somebody else is flying his ship. Uh, well, actually, some of the technology looks like Night Owl technology in the in the universe there, alternate universe. He's like there. the Tony well, the Stark. Ship they were flying in the first yes. movie. In uh, the first episode looked just like Archie. Yeah, Robert Redford is the first episode. First yeah, time. Robert Redford is president of the United States. Yeah. Is they, it really Robert? Yeah, they Redford? say Robert Redford. I'm making mm-hmm. the assumption that it's Robert Redford. Oh, that would be awesome. Have they shown him? Well, the no. pictures, like in the classroom, Did they, see? they have. Oh, they saw it in the background? Yeah. Okay. I I missed it probably because I was focusing on something else. Yeah, they have like, uh, you know, great presidents of history or something. Redford, and there's a Robert Redford. Ah, See, I was focused on the Nixon that was in the background. Next to him was Redford. Yeah, I missed it. (laughs) I missed it. But uh, I I do see where some people don't like it because it's not a full reboot. And, you know, as he says, why did go do that again? Um, there There are a lot of people that in the critics... Criticisms that I've read, they don't like the extreme politics of it, of the age. I'm like, yeah, I can see where people are turned off um, by it. Then why are you watching Watchmen if you don't want it to be political? Uh, uh, well, that's the, the thing, yeah. I mean, the, the whole first thing one about was. Watchmen is, yeah, exactly. You know, that's how the first one was. And Do you think the people bitching is just Alan Moore? Moral the right. <laughs> you know, moral right and wrong. Yes. <laughs> yes. Alan Moore. Just Alan Moore. Just Alan Moore, yeah. And, so. and the, the things are living in his beard because he's a wizard. Yeah, you know, he almost kind of looks like Ed Greenwood, you know. Lee the, Greenwood? No, from God the, the Forgotten Realms guy. USA. He's got a big, big beard, just like, he's oh. a, he looks like a wizard oh. in the photo that I saw. I love his song. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Hmm. No, but I, so I can see where people kind of <laughs> turn could be turned off by it. It is pretty graphic and it is pretty intense, but I kind of like it so far. I have not seen it. Uh, I have nothing against them making it, to be honest. I mean, I'm fine mm-hmm. with it um, because... It takes place. It's not really Watchmen. Like they're not redoing the graphic novel. They're yeah. expanding on it. I'm fine with that. I don't have an issue yeah. with it. Um, and like we talked about last week, you know, DC owns the rights. Let them do it. Like it's a comic book. Yeah. And as far as the, the politics goes, it goes far left and far right. You know, so it's a, it kind of makes fun and a little bit of satire on both sides. Uh, I had to sit there and go back and uh, try and figure out the Rorschach uh, character. Is and he so in there's, it? There's a reference to well, Rorschach. Died, so yeah. no, I don't think he's in it. Well, I didn't know if somebody took up the mantle. Rorschach masks are, oh, yeah, and the you, white and you, supremacists took well, up the mantle. If, oh, that's not good. <laughs> well, if you remember, if you remember his uh, his Garden. notes and everything to expose Ozymandias, Ozymandias and all that, he sent it to the New Frontier, which is in this show. Mm-hmm. That is an alt-right newspaper. Oh. So that kind of, so I'm in... And the FBI guy, so far in the third episode, there is an FBI guy. Tench, Trench, no, Tench. no, no, Tench is not in it. Oh, okay, Nor Ford, but uh, 
he does make a reference. Hey, here's a page journal that Rorschach had written in regards, and he sent to the frontier. And, you know, the, of course, the bigwigs are like, ah, blah, fuck that. What do you think it is, 1980? Blah. You know, it's like, well, wait a minute. That kind of, like, gives substantial credence to, you know, these right-wingers picking up Rorschach's, you know, morality mm-hmm. or whatever, and all that kind of bullshit. But I think he actually starts out pretty good. Everybody's masked. There's a reason behind that. There's a, a Senator Keene that's in there, so you think it may be, like, Keene's son or grandson mm-hmm. from the original series. So there's a lot of throwbacks to the original, uh, so it'd be interesting to see as they do more slow reveals, you know, how things move along. I think they do have a second season that they renewed it for. I thought they did. Yeah. Well, that would be kind of cool. The main character, uh, um, she is a descendant of the... You figure it out pretty quick, even though they confirm it. You know, she is a... She's born in Saigon, Vietnam, So and so this takes the... Catches the attention of another character uh, in it that's in the FBI. I say, I don't want to give stuff away. People still watching it. But anyways, so she has some kind of tie to the Watchmen. It's basically what they're saying. Oh, well, here you go. Demon Lindelof repeatedly, Lindelof. Lindelof repeatedly stressed that Watchmen at the New York City Comic Con, as it stands now, is designed to be a self-contained uh, season. One season. No loose ends. No, that's good. And, I, and I'll tell you what, Jeremy Irons, when they first introduced his character, you're like... Oh, my God, that was weird. Yeah, that was really interesting. And then you reel, and then as you get exposed more to his storyline, you're kind of like, this is, well, now it's weirder. And then it makes sense when he, he makes this kind of dramatic uh, sign-off statement on a letter. It he said cool. that he's open for other seasons, like other, you know, seasons, but he said that he wants it to be... Uh, more self-contained each season be self-contained if he does come back but he doesn't think it's coming back for a while well that's what makes a good series mm-hmm. you know a definite start and an end and he said there will be a conclusion there. unlike yeah. and i'm not kidding he just said unlike lost <laughs> it will be a well season. that's kind of funny yes <laughs> you know we, nine episodes a season good what couldn't afford 10 guess not <sighs> some of 33.33% done now. Speak of politics, you know, just like we record every Tuesday, yeah. it's election day. Yeah. Did we all get out and vote? Yeah. No. I forgot. What? You're the big one that always I votes. I know. I was, got home and sister's like, oh, did you vote? I'm like, I didn't. And then I'm like, there was only a couple of minor, There wasn't much. Minor uh, Not issues. I'm saving my votes for next year. <laughs> Can you just bundle them? <laughs> I'm going to bundle my votes. I got seven votes this year. <laughs> yeah, there were only some levy renewals that I was going to vote against anyway. So <laughs> I think that would be awesome. I have seven like holdover votes. <laughs> <laughs> the rollover, I didn't use it last year, so I'm going to use it this year. I guess my third-party candidate uh, votes won't matter, will matter now. <laughs> That's right. I went in and we had very low. Like mm-hmm. running for mayor was one person. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, I, and I'm in a small town, but then there was city council, and there was six people running, and they you gotta pick three. And I was like, three people are non-party members. Yep. There you <laughs> go. We'll pick the non-party members. That's awesome. Doesn't matter you're Democrat or Republican. Non-party. Yep. <laughs> and then you know this whole voter ID thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, why do we need one? And I'm, I'm asking this question because I went in there like, we need your driver's license. Yeah, like, they scan it. Really? Yeah, they scan it in. Mm-hmm. And then I had to digitally sign. Yes. 
And I'm sitting there going, what if I didn't have a driver's license? State then? license, state ID. State ID with my address. Yeah. I'm like, that's bullshit. Or so it's like type of government... Uh, issued. Anything, government anything issued. mailed to your address yeah. from the go- a government agency would count. Yeah, gas company. I'm They're an extension sure. of the agency. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they are. I mean, we do pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> it is sponsored by the government. No, so I'm like, well, that's kind of weird. I mean, what if I didn't have one? Would yeah, I be allowed an absentee yeah. ballot? You can't vote on things within your district only, or can you vote for, like, president on an absentee ballot if you don't have an ID? You know, because this whole thing, I, I thought the whole I thing was... ID I because IDs are incredibly easy to get. I thought this whole thing was that I could vote without having an ID. You but now, but now they was about that. I'm blown away by getting. I'm, I'm confused as to why you thought. Well, then why is voter ID such a big issue in some places? Well, it it's the law in Ohio, and people think it yeah. shouldn't be. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I think I think for like localized elections, you should prove that you live in that district, I guess. Yeah. But for like state and like national stuff. Well, you got to prove you live in the state. Yeah. State. I could run over to you know Kentucky and whoa, vote whoa, whoa, for whoa. their uh, in their gu- gubernatorial race if yeah. I wanted without any. Uh... My favorite shirt I saw involving the Kentucky race was somebody was I would rather vote for Leitner than Bevan. Oh, Leitner! So so if I had no driver's license, I wouldn't have been allowed to vote. State ID, just a state ID. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think you can get, isn't it uh, electric yeah. bill, too? Electric bill. Well, a gas company and yeah. gas electric. Because I thought it had to be something you, you have to have You have to have, like, a, like some type of picture ID. Well, that's what they were on the radio today. They didn't oh. even, it wasn't even picture ID. Oh, you it's just something, had to have something, with something to prove where you live. Just like, a name like, and an address. Well, yeah. that makes well, sense. I mean, you have Local, a, you, yeah. a military ID that you have would count. A neighbor. Or, a really nice or, neighbor. A really nice neighbor that vouched <laughs> for me. Does this guy... Does this guy live next to you? Yep. Yeah. Yes, he does. Do you have an ID? No, no, but this guy lives next to me. <laughs> Sounds I good. I can vouch for him. Keep moving. Here's your ballot. 87 people come in. Did you get their names? No, they're all neighbors. <laughs> we only have 50 that live in the neighborhood, but we had 87 votes. That guy looks dead. <laughs> Bernie. Yeah. This is Bernie. Sanders? No, we can't. <laughs> well, yeah, same thing. And this is Cobain. I may have had a heart attack, but I'm still good. <laughs> that guy doesn't have a face. <laughs> what? It doesn't match his ID? I mean, look at his ID. There's no face on the ID. <laughs> There's no face on this electric bill. Uh, sir, you're going to have to move your thumb from the picture ID. No, no, I can't. <laughs> no. I glued my thumb to it by accident. I was doing arts and crafts today. Yeah. <laughs> sir, please leave. Okay, before we get any farther, can we please talk? Jeff and I saw a great film this weekend. We did? We saw Justice League, finally. After all this time. I thought you said we saw a great film. Oh, oh I don't think we have to talk about it, because I think we already talked about it enough. How'd you like the Flash character? I liked him. Eh. <laughs> I, I, it wasn't a good characterization of Barry Allen, in my opinion. He was closer to a Wally West. He was a closer to Wally West. I will give you that. I liked or maybe him. even a Bart Allen at that. Ugh. But I like Ezra Miller. I like the. Oh, I like, I like him Ezra in Miller. It. I just didn't like their take on Flash. Jim, I'll do some quick synopsis. I'll take everything that my wife said about the film because she watched it, and the only reason she watched it is because Jeff and I and Jeff's sister were there, and she thought it would be a fun mystery science theater, and that was about the only reason she stayed awake. She said, 
Oh, yeah, that'd be fun to watch. Yeah. So what we did was... Carolyn's already seen it. Yeah. So she helped. She's helped make sense of a movie that made no sense. So uh, my wife's comment was, Batman is more of a human resources recruiter. Um, Why is everyone coming together except for, hey, the bad guys are coming. There's no explanation, really. Like, hey, Aquaman, come join us. Bad guy's coming. Okay. No, Aquaman says no. And, and then, then the he shows up. Comes, he and says, then he shows up. He says, There's many jokes about that. I got you, Blake. I made many jokes about Aquaman. <laughs> many, many jokes. <laughs> Aquaman makes bubbles in the water. Uh, the one town just made a whole six-ring fencing around it. He yeah. couldn't get through. <laughs> Can't get on. He's walking on land, talking to Batman. I looked at Jeff. I was like, shouldn't he be dying now? Like, he needs to get back in the water. <laughs> yeah, I actually liked the portrayal of Batman in that movie. I, did, I was bored. I don't think Ben Affleck did a horrible job. I just, I, I just it, don't care. As the aging... Yeah, I mean, he just kind of did nothing. In that, except when he did do something, then it was ridiculous because he had that machine pop out. And, My issue was yeah. that the whole thing was, we're fighting, we're fighting... We're not really getting where Superman comes, saves the day in the last 10 minutes, and gets all the credit. Fuck you, Superman. Another reason oh, I, that hate really that Jason. I hate that yeah. man. I hate that. I hate Superman. He's like, he better not just punch him out right now and then end the battle. Boom. Son of a bitch. <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> and I like Henry, uh, Henry Cavell. Yeah. I do like him as Superman. But really? But you know what it bothers me about that, too, is like Wonder Woman, Aquaman, they're all like Superman. Yeah. No, they don't get hurt. They all can like almost jump really far and fly. <laughs> and, you know, they could. You know, it's, it's like they're all made of man of steel. I'm like, what's the point? They all are, except for Batman and yeah. Flash. Flash. And then there was that one time where uh, Steppenwolf just hurled Flash across the thing and slammed him right into the the walls. The walls. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that just broke his back. I should just. But no, no, <laughs> he's fine. He, he's he fine. He doesn't have superhuman. Uh, so he yeah, they're they're, like, they're all supermen on some level. He gets thrown against the wall. It should break his back, and he gets up no issue. Yeah. Earlier, he gets cut above his leg, yeah. and he's he's like can't move for like sixteen days. That was a serious yeah. cut. It was <laughs> a serious. It was a paper cut. Yes. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Do you know how bad those hurt? <laughs> they do hurt. Paper cuts but, are the but, worst. But he also he can heal that up quickly because he does have fast healing. And they didn't. Yeah, unfortunately, don't usually heal from a broken back. Not really. His, back, his spine uh, should have been severed on that Bruce throw. Wayne did in Nightfall. Well, it took time and Not effort. Not really that much time, but a couple months. But yes, it did yeah. come back. And he had to work at it. It's true. That is mm-hmm. true. I mean... He, he, he sat, Flash laid there for 30 seconds and then stood up. Yes. Like, with a broken back. Deadpool recovered from being ripped in half. That's his power. Well, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is his power. Spoilers. Power. <laughs> well, he has a higher, faster uh, recovery rate. My uh, my <laughs> issue. But, but he, he, he also can, uh, what do you call it? Uh, regenerate. Thank you. Like, re- regenerate lost tissues and body parts. I will say Wonder Woman's bank scene in the beginning was good. I enjoyed that mm-hmm. when she's beating up the bank robbers or the terrorists. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of fun because she just kicks ass, but it was not good. And she's hot. 
I, I, I want to know why Steppenwolf just didn't go to the Comic Expo and buy those boxes he needed. <laughs> they did look like mystery boxes. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, the, the, the twist is that Jim was actually the one holding them all. Yeah. I got them! Had to join the three mystery boxes together for a major prize. <laughs> the big twist was that Steppenwolf wanted Raphael's uh, uh, robe, <laughs> and he couldn't nope. get it in the mystery box. Nope, I had it already. <laughs> God, it was trash. He needed that. He needed a Thanos head. <laughs> we enjoyed tweeting about it, though. We enjoyed tweeting Wrong about it. Wrong universe! Uh, crossover! <laughs> and let's do this real quick. Everybody bitches that they want the Scott Snyder uh, uh, cut. Unless it's a whole different film, and I mean totally two and a half hours of a different film, I don't think it's going to matter. I mean, if it's totally... If there's no Steppenwolf in it, then I'll watch it. Yes. Is he it looked bad. Scott Snyder? Whatever. What did I say? <laughs> you said Scott Snyder. Is... That's his name. That's the artist or writer. Yeah. Steve Ryder? Steve Snyder? The Zach. Zach Snyder. Zach Snyder. Yeah. Scott Snyder's good. Yeah. Zach isn't. You know, if they made it a musical where Steppenwolf <laughs> comes out saying, Born to be wild. And I then when he's fighting, he's riding around, Boy, magic carpet. Rap, 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 I was waiting for anything like that. It would have made it better. He looked like a Warcraft villain. I can't yeah. imagine yeah. that they're... Is anything that they have filmed for the movie that they could put in there and still make it coherent? No. Mm-hmm. Even my wife was like, this is really bad editing. And she's not yeah. like one to pick on movies. Like she yeah. watches them, enjoys them, that's about I, it. I mean, but she's like, this is horrible editing. I, I don't see how a different edit will save the movie. If it was 10 minutes I, long. Maybe, oh. a short, maybe a short? Maybe a short? Oh, yeah. yeah, okay. I'm fine with that. <laughs> just, t- just take everything that isn't Wonder Woman out of the movie? Pretty much. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we did see it, though. I hope you're happy. Next up, Pompeii. More Wonder Woman. How can I be an optimist about this? You can't. Nope. Uh, we had a floppy. We had a Twitter poll of the week at Bad Ideas Podcast. Uh, that was uh, at, uh, that is for the Floppy Awards. Uh, next week, since we're breaking in the studio, uh, that means that everybody will be releasing their nomination for the Canadian of the Year. So be ready. Blake, you need to get one, too. Wait, oh, I, shit. I don't get to talk about something that I watched this week? You can. Let me do the Twitter poll, and then we can move on. Because <laughs> I got to go get the cookies. We'll rewind. <laughs> uh, let me give you the Jason cut. <laughs> uh, floppy no, award? Actually, no, don't, please. <laughs> I said Cut. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Floppy Ward's third one, favorite comic book series on TV. Uh, we have Batwoman. We have Titans, The Walking Dead, and The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Mm-hmm. Last place, The Walking Dead at 11%. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. The Walking Dead is dying. Yes. Dead and dying. It's rotting. This one was in first place for a while. And then some New Zealand fan of ours tweeted out about how nobody's uh, appreciating Titans enough. Batwoman came in third at 25%. Damn you. And then tied at 32% is Titans and Sabrina. So those two will be going on to the finals of the Floppy Awards. Uh, I pushed for Sabrina. I haven't seen it yet. I voted for Titans. It's pretty much one of them that I've actually watched. Is it good? I haven't seen Titans, but I just voted for it. Enjoyable. Titans, I would like to see. It's one that looks interesting. I just don't subscribe to the DC uh, thing. And just to let you guys know that the Floppy Awards coming up at the end of the December, um, we have a lot of new podcasters, 
uh, one of the podcasts that Jim's on, yes. Jim has been on everything I love. Uh, I learned from everything I learned from movies. Jeff was on it too. Uh, he was, uh, but yeah. you were on the Spawn remake. Uh, I was on the Spawn reboot. Since you somehow beat me in the He-Man uh, reboot. Oh. R- rumor has it rumor they're has doing it. a floppy presentation, and not to give anything away, but it involves Nicolas Cage Award. Be so ready. The Nicholas Cage ready. Award of Suck? Nope. Be ready. I, I think uh, Steve might be uh, leaning towards getting my vote for the uh, Canadian of the Year. I like that. I, I like that. I'm trying to push this forward so I do better in the Tournament of Champions. So I get a little. How do we vote for that? Uh, you go on to Steve at Everything I Learned in Films. Uh, a site, and the week after, a couple of days after the episode is released, you can vote on which uh, person has the best uh, lineup. And the next one, I believe, we will be doing for the finals. Ooh, is the uh, are, are you breaking any uh, taboo? Are you okay? I, I'll, I'll wait until we actually. When is the finals out? It'll be out uh, next month. Okay, so vote for Jim so he can win from EILFM. I still don't uh, understand what I'm voting for. Uh, Jim is in competition. He recast a t- movie okay. with other people, like other p- uh, contestants. Kind of challenge like a draft, like how we do draft day. Yes, and, and the, 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 they take it. They take it serious. Yeah, and you, they take actual actors that mm-hmm. you were put in the movie. But they weren't prepared for Jim's superiority of practicing with Hobie for several years nope. on this topic. Yes, because I win every time we do a draft day here. Right. I lose. That's because you keep letting the intern pick who votes. (laughs) (laughs) I I picked my boss. (laughs) So, Jim, what did you watch this week? I watched uh, The King. And I? No, it's the uh, (laughs) story of Henry V. Okay. Uh, It's on Netflix. Is Uh, he in between four and six? Yes, yes, yes. As far as Henry's go. Timothy I mean, they didn't skip a Henry generation, <laughs> did they? It stars Timothy you know Chalamet history. and uh, uh, Edgerton, uh, Joel. Joel Edgerton. Really? It was uh, pretty interesting. Again, not the most uh, historically accurate, but it's more of a telling of the Shakespeare uh, play, Henry V. Remember when Joel Edgerton was supposed to be the next big thing, like Scott Speedman? <laughs> he is like Scott Speedman. He is like Scott Speedman. He did RoboCop. Oh, yeah. Scott Speedman did? No, Edgerton. Oh, Edgerton. Oh. Speaking of movies of English history, I saw that one that had Emma Stone in it. What's her name? She was uh, the favorite. Yeah. Yeah, I saw How that was this that? past weekend, too. It was weird. Was it? But it was cool. Did, uh, crap, I forgot her name. Who? Emma Stone? No. You see a breast, yes. What? Oh, yes. You see a nipple, yes. yes. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Two thumbs up. Three. Oh, oh, that's not a thumb. <laughs> that's all you needed to know. I did binge watch on Netflix. Um, yeah. You know, if your wife says, rub my legs, there you go. I'm just saying. Yeah, see, I didn't see the movie. If so you see the movie, awesome. you'll understand. Actually, you probably won't be that turned on. You'll probably be Olivia turned Coleman, off. Olivia that's her name. Was she worthy of yes. winning the Oscar? It was, she was all right. I thought she all was... All right is worthy of winning the Oscar. She was all right. I mean, I, I, mean, all right, I, all right, I guess, all right. you know. And it, and it had um, oh, Elizabeth Vite, uh, uh, Weiss, Weiss, Weiss? Rachel Weiss? Rachel Weiss, yes. <laughs> Sorry. She's a Pete. She was pretty good in it, Elizabeth too. Vargas from 2020? Yeah. It was pretty good. 
Okay. I mean, I liked it overall. It was pretty. It, it was interesting. Emma Stone plays in it. Her character is pretty interesting. It's based on real events, but it doesn't mean it's actually you know it's accurate. historically mm-hmm. accurate kind of thing. Not probably not like Henry V Shakespeare here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was pretty good. Oh, you know what think about The Watchmen too? I meant to talk about the music is really good. It's not okay. T Bone Burnett, but it's Trent Reznor. Oh, yeah, the yeah. music was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Everyone says it's Trent Reznor, but they never give the other guy credit. Yeah, that I missed a trivia question because they wanted to know both of them. I don't get beyond. <laughs> I just go Trent Reznor, and I'm like, okay, good enough for me. <laughs> I don't look at that and Alan personally. And, uh, and I forgot his name, but there's Sounds a trivia question. They wanted both of them. I'm like, <laughs> Trent Reznor and the other guy. Because a lot of it sounds like a lot of his early stuff, like Down the Downward Spiral and, and Crack. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, that's pretty cool. And, and I forgot that he did it. But as soon as I heard it, I'm like, man, this sounds like Trent Reznor music. And there it was. What did you binge watch, Jason? Uh, the Evil... Oh, you're fine. The I'm Evil sorry. Next Door. It's a documentary about um, the... Uh, Evil Next Door? Mrs. Kravitz, who <laughs> spies on the Bewitched Oh, is it the people that kills the people for loud music? Oh, no, that's Fear of That Neighbor. Oh. Uh, that's another one. They, they got into a fight this week over scrap metal. metal. Um, <laughs> and then the one guy was an arsonist, and allegedly, and basically, instead of uh, dealing with it man-to-man, he literally brought a mob of 40 people, and they attacked the house. But anyways, uh, he got shot... The actual t- house? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he got shot four times and still lived. It but was like uh, Monty Python when they attacked the castle. And they're hitting the, the sword. sword. the castle. <laughs> uh, no, so I actually uh, watched uh, The Evil Next Door, and it was about the war criminal uh, Ivan the Terrible in the Nazi camp um, mm. in Russia. It's in Poland. It started with the T. I can't remember. T-R-E something. Anyways, he basically sent thousands of people to the gas chambers and was killing them. He would mutilate them before they get to the gas chamber, like cut off body parts. And he was living in America. Basically, he mm. worked for the Ford plant. Uh, oh, yeah. That's and, right. In Cleveland. Yeah. And, United Auto Worker. Yeah. And uh, they caught him. And um, there was some shady stuff going on by the government because they got mm. a lot of the information from the KGB back in the 80s. Yeah. And they, a lot of it wasn't completely accurate because they just wanted to make America look bad mm-hmm. that they were harboring war criminals. But well, we, we harbored a lot of Nazi scientists on purpose. Yes, for education. And, for we, and we wanted their brains. We wanted their missile tech, rocket tech. Well, this guy yeah. went under the radar for a while. Yeah. And, uh, Did they he, have radar then? Yes. Okay. He was in MASH. Uh, anyways, but they... <laughs> it was his U-boat experience. It was basically his whole criminal trial under the radar. Um, when they, ex- you know, they yeah. sent him back to Israel and that. But, oh my God, the... The listening to the Holocaust survivors identify him and just talk about what happened—it's like, oh, you—it is horrible, but you can't stop watching because of like, how the mm-hmm. fuck did this go on? Like, oh, how, yeah. and and then basically the one guy had to get up, and they they showed all the court uh, things from the eighties, like this mm-hmm. is the real court things, the victims and that, and the one guy's like, I want to get up and see his eyes, and then I will know it's him or not. And mm-hmm. the, uh, the Ivan guy went to shake the guy's hand. And he's like, I'm not shaking your hand. You sent thousands, yeah. you know, my family to death and all that stuff. And he's like, as soon as I saw his eyes, I knew it was him. So yeah. it was very interesting because it's not a complete cut and dry because, um, you know, there were some issues with, you know, what the government sh- did, some of the stuff the KGB did. Is it yeah. truly this guy? But then the guy, how he reacted, mm-hmm. and then when the verdict is read, and right before the verdict, and how he acted, I said, 
that's he's guilty. As soon as the way he acted, it was a very Tracy Hunter for the local Cincinnati and people. Yeah. Seriously, he fell to the ground. His back was hurting, and it was like it's all about him. That guy's fucking guilty. And just the way he reacted, like yeah. he never shed a tear for any of the testimony. Well, that that reminds me an awful lot. It, it reminds me Dan Carlin, uh, you know, mm-hmm. hardcore history. He, he finally released his third part, Supernova in the East, which he's documenting. You know, Japan's you know, pre-World War II, mm-hmm. World War One to World War II, where we're at now. So he'd been out for a while. But he he talks about a lot of the, some of the atrocities that would occur in the Pacific. And uh, his other series, Ghosts of the Ostern Front, which is uh, the Eastern Front of the Germans and the Russians. And so when you go back and, and just to, to read people's accounts or talk about the yeah. human atrocities... They were committed by everybody, based really correct. You know everybody, and you sit there and you go, "How can a human being do that to another human being?" But and not you know have what? any issues. You know, not have any issues, or, or sometimes they did, and they talk about how it affected them later, or somehow, you know, sometimes, um, you know, one of the things that they know about war and conflict and stuff. You know, the closer you are to killing your enemy, the more psychological, you mm-hmm. know, damaging it is to you. But you know, which makes sense. You know, if you're shooting somebody that's 300 right. meters away as compared to hand-to-hand, you know, bayonet combat, that's completely different. You know, or assassinating somebody with a, a, a 9 millimeter pistol, you know, well, this in guy human was... trenches. I mean, it's different. But, you know, the, uh, the, the the thing about, you know, that is is that everybody's like, oh, my God, we can't do it. You know, that stuff is still going on today mm-hmm. all around the world. And that's the sad part. Because, I mean, this guy was basically, he had a sword some days yeah. and would cut off body parts. Isn't that, that's fucking insane. Yeah. And then I other mean, days he would just, have a pipe and just beat people before they get to the gas chambers. Yeah. They would have to wait two hours to get to the, cha- the, the gas chamber. I'm like, jeez. Mm-hmm. And just to see, and it took place in 87, I think it was, when they did the trial. Uh, the government even said, we knew this was the last, probably one of the last war criminals we were going to get because we don't have as many witnesses still alive because they were getting older well, and, and all that stuff. And, you know, natural causes, Correct. too. I mean, That's now, what yeah. it was, yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're 70 years out, and they may have been in their early 20s, 90 years old. And came back, came over, he had yeah. a family, mm-hmm. had kids. I mean, I mean yeah. he got married. I mean, and his family still to this day, most of them still think he, it's not the same person. Mm-hmm. It, it's very interesting. And like I said, there's a lot of shady shit going on. Like they, they showed, it's a six... Five or six episodes, so it's not a long mini series. So it's kind of nice. Um, they get to the points, like, and they show a lot of the trial, and that was, like I said, it was very well done. I'm a, I like mm-hmm. history a lot, but and it was, whew, it was tough to watch. Then I turned yeah. on Fear Thy Neighbor, and I didn't feel pity for any of the neighbors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my scrap metal. I'm gonna firebomb your house. Oh, this is insane, yeah. people. It's insane. They got mad at the one neighbor. Got mad at the other neighbor because he called the cops on him for almost beating him up or for beating him up, and he's like, we handle things in our neighborhood without cops. I hate cop callers. <laughs> and it's like, what? Are you 12? What like, fucking neighborhood are they live in? Get out. It was near Flint. Oh, God. <laughs> Not kidding. Not against Flint. There's a lot against Flint. <laughs> Water. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go get the Oreos. We'll take a break real quick. But Jim's going to talk. No, he already talked. He already oh, talked. he already he's talked. Good. We'll yeah. do News oh, of the okay. Geek. I'll get the Oreos, and we'll take, do all that. Hooray! Okay, we got the Oreos out. They're mystery Oreos. They're mystery Oreos. Guess the flavor. They do smell good. 
They do smell like gingerbread, like I think Jeff or Jim yeah, said. Gingerbread yeah. in the first, or, or ginger snaps, mm-hmm. or something gingery. Mm. Now, is it just a cream that's flavored, or is it the entire cookie? Sounds like I don't know. Cookie's a little bit different, but not much. It might just be the flavor from the cream. I'm going to break it down. Break the it co- down. The cookie's the same. Is it okay? It might just be. Uh, I will say Dairy Queen has Snickerdoodle Blizzard. We j- we got it the other night. Would not recommend it because Snickerdoodle is good until you have a blizzard, <laughs> even a small blizzard. I've had it. I liked it. The small <laughs> blizzard. Yeah, the Snickerdoodle. It was a little too much by the end. I was like, oh, I don't know if I could have a. I had yeah. A little too sweet. Yeah, I mean it was very good, and There's then you get to the chocolate end. chip cookie dough Snickerdoodle. Oh, you got a chocolate chip one? I just got Snickerdoodle. No, cho- it was a cookie dough Snickerdoodle. Oh, maybe really that's good. what it was. That's what, yeah. Okay, because I was, was going to say. But small, you're right. Small is all you should eat yeah. anyways. It should be. The, minis are the only ones you yeah. should eat technically, but yes. But it was a little too snickery. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jeff, what are you thinking? I'm thinking the flavor is barely there. The, the aroma is a lot stronger than the taste. Yeah. yeah. This cream, it tastes a lot like cookies and cream. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to like, uh, like you do a bourbon, you like um, taste it and leave your mouth open and breathe. Yeah, Aerated. I definitely think it's. Is it gingerbread? It definitely smells like gingerbread. I'm not sure. That's even. That's not the same cookie. I, don't know. I just. I just ate the cookie by itself, and that's usually my favorite part of an Oreo, mm-hmm. and that's not as good as a regular Oreo. Either that, or like my tongue has been messed up from eating the cream. <laughs> No, we're not calling the episode that. I was just talking about the cream. It was really good. I don't know what to think. I don't it's, know what to it think. It smells stronger than it tastes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. If you've uh, had the mystery Oreos out there, please let us know. Are they, uh, are, they different, said, are they different packages depending upon geographic location? I don't think so. I think you actually need to eat both the cookie and the cream together to get more of that flavor. Probably. Eating them separately, I didn't really notice. Yeah. But eating it together, I got much more of a... If I leave my mouth shut, it tastes like a normal cookie and cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really doesn't normal taste Oreo. that much different. Maybe they're fucking with us. <laughs> that would be funny if they did. It smells different, but tastes the same. Yeah. Nisi has tried this, and she said she has two other two, she has two guesses, but she wants to know what we're thinking. I'm not really that sold on it. Mm. No. It's not bad, but it's no, not... I don't, I don't know. It's not really I mean, different. Oreos are good. I mean, yeah. I was saying, yeah. I don't know. I'm not seeing what the mystery is. I have no clue. It tastes the same. I like how they put on the package enlarged to show detail. False advertising. <laughs> yeah, That's because Blake yells at him. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Nabisco executives listen to our podcast. We just had 140 co- uh, calories between two cookies. Shit. You know what we have to do? Uh, grind them up in the, mm-hmm. in the blender and, and turn them into liquid and then try to figure out the flavor. That's a good one. Liquid. Okay. <laughs> I'm going maybe gingerbread, but I, I think Jim's right. I think the smell is, I mean, I think the smell is more gingerbread than anything. But that, it tastes the same. Well, yeah. It, yeah, it tastes even blander than a regular. Yeah. Airport. Yeah. We're going to so try some more. probably is gingerbread because gingerbread cookies are pretty bland, to be gingerbread honest. Gingerbread cookies mm-hmm. are pretty bland. Better than uh, gingerbread houses. Uh, they 
taste the same because they're made of the same No, stuff. they're a little worse. Layer that whipping on, whipped cream on. Oh, you I, don't like I, don't, I give up. I can't. I, I, can't I don't either. I give up. I'm going gingerbread. That's the only thing. Right. I, think, I think that's right. What did, what did Nisi think she was? No, we don't know yet. She said she's going to tell us next week because yeah. she didn't want to spoil it for us. So. Spoiler alert. Damn it. Whatever it is, it's not Lucky Charms. And before we get to the news of the geek, uh, Heno sent us a package. Yeah, it's not Cocoa Pebbles either. Yes, right? Before we get to listener feedback. Heno, Canadian of the Year. Because we are in the new... Uh, Studio. Pod Cave. Pod Cave. Uh, Ida Heno, former Canadian of the Year. Mm-hmm. Floppy Award winner. Yes. He has uh, sent this box. Okay. I've, I've cut the tape so that we can open it. Easily. Yeah, so here I'll... Is since, it cookies? Since you're in the pod cave and okay. it's your new studio, I'm going to let go, you... Jim, go ahead. Let's put it in the middle there so you guys can open it. Okay, you ready? Dun, 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 Ooh, dun, there's dun, bubble dun, Have you seen dun, this before? Dun, 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 dun. When I cut it open, I had to make sure I was surgical. <gasps> it is... Oh. That... I get that. Presidential it's, Pez. It's the Pezidents. Lyndon Johnson, Dwight Eisenhower, Harry Truman, John F. Kennedy, and Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Look at wow. that. This is the uh, gift from Heno. It's the Pezidents. You rock, Heno. Oh, there's other yeah, stuff there's, in here. There's Hold more on. stuff in here. Some of this is specific to some folks. Some of it is uh, Value, for 15 everybody. to $20. The Beatles Royal Mail first day cover. Yes. That, that's not mine. That's for me, I believe. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Superheroes. Yeah, superhero stamps. Ooh, superhero <laughs> stamps. Yeah. Look at that. Sweet, we can send out our Christmas cards and superhero stamps. Fuck no, we're not. No. <laughs> I will say we're going to be framing these, though. And we got Star Wars stamps. Is there, is there autographs on this? No, it's just what they're valued at. Oh. I got a seat nice. cushion. Nice. Yeah, that's Let's right. Got. Jim got a seat cushion. Put it on your seat, Jim. Put it on your seat. We are using new chairs this week right. just because of that. <laughs> and and Jeff got uh, bubble wrap. Bubble wrap. <laughs> Look, that's yours. Doug would be happy with this. Look at that. Those are really cool. I dropped some of your bubble wrap. Okay, so the question is, now we got to get some picture frames for these. Uh, presidents. The presidents. What presidents are they again? The presidents. Uh, FDR, Kennedy... Johnson, Truman, Truman, and, and Dwight. And yeah. Eisenhower. I like how I like how the uh, I was gonna say it looks like the blue Pez ones are Democrats, and the one Dwight D. Eisenhower's are red. And it could be a Republican. I don't know. I can't remember. Eisenhower's a Republican. But these are the, yeah. this is the Education Series, Volume Seven, nineteen thirty three to nineteen sixty nine. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Cool. The reason we thought we've done this Oreo thing is because they actually did it in 2017 also. See, I thought we'd done we it before. Do it? I think I we did. I think we did. I think we did. Well, now I'm going to have to just go back into the archives and see if we actually did. Why yeah. does JFK have a head? Oh! Ooh, boo. What? Actually, his head kicks back pretty easily. <laughs> Back into the left. <laughs> back into the left. <laughs> I got my... doesn't go straight no. back. It goes Actually, back into the left. 2018's mystery flavor was Fruity Pebbles. Yeah. I heard that. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember. It was 17. Fruity Pebble. Uh... Uh, good news is we don't, JFK is broken, but like Peter Griffin, I got Robert F. Kennedy once. So that would be fine. Balls! <laughs> oh, those are some nice gifts. I like those. Thank you, Heno. 
Yeah, I told him his uh, good deed shall not go unpunished. So we're going to punish him? Yeah, so uh, he may have received his uh, Make America Great hat again in the mail (laughs) by now. (laughs) Well, we want a great America, don't we? That's right. So you want to do some uh, news of the or listener feedback? Wow! Now since we got our uh, thank you, Heno. Awesome friend of the podcast. Now it's time for the bomb listener feedback, sponsored by Daylight Savings Time. I don't like Daylight Savings Time. Don't mind me; I'm just getting the Oreos out. I like Daylight Savings Time so much. I wish we would stay on it year round. I don't like it being dark at five o'clock. I think that's the best well, thing in the world. That's regular time. I like Daylight Time. <laughs> I think this is. I, I hate Standard Time. I like Daylight Time. <sighs> I like I like uh, go- waking up, going to work in the dark, and coming home in the dark. I think it's really? the greatest thing in the world. I hate that. I hate going out. You don't. You're even working from home most of the time anymore. So screw you. Let me enjoy the sun. No, and it makes me feel happy too when the cold comes because it just makes you more mad <laughs> and you curse me. If you're an early riser vampire, I can see where you would like it. I I love it. <laughs> I love it. I don't think you really love it. I just think you say you love it because you know it bothers me. No, actually, I really do like the winter time, and I like the cold, and I, I like the darkness. I love lamp. Do you really love Lamp, or are you just looking at something in the room and saying you love it? I, I love Lamp. All right. Big question here. Do we open that Pez up when we open the studios? The no. official studios, or do we you keep it as a thing? Look at it. Okay. That's fine. That's it's fine. a collector's edition. You don't open it and eat it. Uh, we do need somebody to um, be buying some Pez next week for the opening. we got to get some Pez uh, here. Throw some Pez around. Yeah. Do we know how we, we got rid of all the Pez at the uh, Comic Expo? We did. <laughs> Or it got into the drywall of the walls here. <laughs> it's in the walls. I bet you put it in the walls. Maybe I so did. When so when you eventually die and sell the house and they start renovating, they open this up and they're like, we don't know why, but there's these stacks well, they're of going pez. To, That's the movie Bats. They're going to find yeah. bats and pez. <laughs> <laughs> to which my daughter was scared today when she found out that I put bats in the wall. She thought they were real bats. And I said, no, 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 just the movie. You're fine. You're it's fine. That's just as scary as real bats. Lou Diamond Phillips. What do we got for uh, <laughs> listener feedback? Uh, starting with this one guy named... Uh, Doug? Doug. Number seven? Eight pans. Can't give us a nickname. Formerly known as? Eight. He said, uh, why... He's formerly known as eight. Oh. Uh, formerly <laughs> known as seven. He's now eight. This is gingerbread. Okay, go ahead. And now that you're uh, chewing and speaking at the same time as it aerates in your uh-huh. mouth, it's Oreo you can, taste, you can taste the gingerbread, gingerbread flavor now? Yeah. Okay. Or was it just the mention of Doug? Because sometimes that triggers, you know, sensations. You know, oh, when we say Doug, facts. gingerbread, did you have a traumatic childhood experience with number, you know, number one fan, Doug? Maybe. Did he force you to eat gingerbread at some mm-hmm. point in time? He held me down just threw gingerbread at me. Why you don't like the gingerbread? Have some gingerbread. Why you eating the gingerbread? Did you did he burn your uh uh retinas? Your your what was it with Betty Crocker cooker? Easy bake oven. Your, easy bake oven. Did he with gingerbread? When you're making gingerbread cookies, did he force you to lick the light bulb? Yes. I don't know yeah. what that means. <laughs> See, the light bulb is what they use to cook the uh, oh, really? items in an easy oh, bake okay. oven. Yeah. Would you get to the listener feedback? <laughs> Doug. Thanks. 
He said, uh, why are there foreign acts on America's Got Talent? Because uh, America doesn't have enough talent. Aren't we all foreign immigrants? Um, um, no. Oh, this is what makes America great. Come on. Yeah, that's what I was going to go with. It's, going, everybody wants right to make America great, so they come here with their talent. That's right. I think it's because the prize money is bigger. But but it's not. <laughs> it's pretty much the same. There is no way the prize money is the same in America's Got Talent as there is for Norway's Got Talent. But I mean, like, Britain's <laughs> Got Talent. Israel's Got Talent. They get they get paid in pounds. Well, I, I know specifically uh, one of the, the guy who won Norway's Got Talent came on America's Got Talent. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Was he forced oh, to? Was he the singer? <laughs> yeah, the, the bearded fat yeah. singer. I liked yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, well, he, he won Norway's Got Talent. And came over to yeah, take got, on America. Now yeah, we've got, got semifinals. Now we've, now we've got his talent. Oh. See? Which you're never going to hear again. America steals talent from around the world. Maybe that's a better that's title. What it should be called. Yes. America steals talent. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Change approved. Uh, no, we have a new show. Oh, trademark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, next one from uh, that uh, podcast is things are better than everybody else. Superiority complex. Floppy present, uh, presenter. Yeah, they think they're probably the best floppy presenter, too. They probably they? are. That's right. I, what's their category? Podcasts we're better than? I cannot release that yet. <laughs> then everybody <laughs> loses. Because <laughs> there aren't any. <laughs> they're better than everybody. That's right. Uh, no, but seriously, superiority complex. Most consistent good or bad film franchise. I would say the most consistent franchise is Resident Evil. Bad? Oh, no, just consistent. Just it's consistent. the same movie five, six times. I don't disagree with you on that. Uh, consistently bad? Uh, or good. That's a tough call. Um, I would say Terminator, but the first two were okay. I, I'd go bad. I might go with the entire Superman franchises. Every Superman movie? I don't oh. disagree with you on that either. Because yeah, even the new, uh, old ones, they haven't aged well at all. No. Um, what, what about the, the serials from the 30s where, you know... They, George Reeves? No, that was for television. That's mm-hmm. Oh, that's the, 50s. Oh, yeah, the, the black and white Superman ones. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that they, they would do, like, before real movies, they would yeah. they have their mm-hmm. little... TV program. show episodes. Well, not the TV. Well, I suppose they would be like... They're still bad. (laughs) What about Uh, the Spider-Man franchises? I think the newer ones are... The newer ones... No, actually, they're very inconsistent. It was okay. Up and down. Bad. Good. It's pretty much the franchise for me. Uh, But then even within the franchise, I mean... Spider-Man... First Spider-Man, good. Spider-Man 2, actually, really good. Spider-Man 3, crap. Mm -hmm. And then... You get like the Amazing Spider-Man One was okay. Amazing Spider-Man Two was god awful, and then you got real high with uh, what's it called? Homecoming. Homecoming, and then well, Far, Far from, from Home wasn't as good as everyone. It was said enjoyable, it was. but it wasn't anything fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say Jurassic uh, Jurassic Park franchise is pretty consistent. No. Like, I'm serious. I don't like, like it's it, pretty much it. the same franchise, same movie. I don't know. Lost World was not good, yeah. and the first Jurassic Park was real good. Yeah, you might have Lost World is pretty bad. Yeah. I like Jurassic Park three actually. I'll go the Expendables because you know oh. exactly what you're getting 
Yeah. When you watch those, if you want to see a lot of things blow up and like action scenes with oh, like Fast and Furious. Yeah, I was going to go with Fast and Furious next. With a little, with very little plot, then yeah, if you if you find that entertaining, oh, you like will John love Wick. them. Yeah, the John Wick series. Yeah. What about <laughs> Men in Black? Ooh. I never saw the third one. I think it started good and then got worse. You mean the fourth one? No, I mean the third one. What about International? Well, I haven't seen that oh, either. Okay. <laughs> uh, Mission Impossible? Mission mm. Impossible 2 exists, so yeah. they're not consistent. <laughs> James Bond. There's a lot of categories. That's up and down there. That's very... Star Wars 4, 5, and 6. Good. 1, 2, 3. Bad. 7, 8, 9. To be determined. He's undecided. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. No, seven, eight, nine are great because eight is so good no matter how bad seven <laughs> was or I nine. I tried might not be. going there. <laughs> I tried staying in neutral ground. Stay on target. I know you tried. You brought that on yourself this time. Well, I didn't bring it on myself. I won this <laughs> time. Talking about bringing it on yourself. Uh, Lord, yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but I consider the Hobbit part of that franchise. I do too, and it's high, low. Yeah, well, that's not consistent, uh, though. I mean, I didn't really I didn't dislike the Hobbit films, but I thought that it was just too much. They tried to they tried to do too much prequel. Yeah. When all you really needed was the simple story that made it so dear to everybody. And they made twelve like, films when they could have done it in three. I mean, they could have he could have just made like uh, some Aurelian whatever and just whatever. Anyways, what we got from Nick? I don't know. I was about to say. Jeff, why? You... Now he's going to yeah. go to it. Oh, I know. Oh. Mm. I don't know what the question's coming at me this week, so you don't know what's coming at me this week. Oh yeah, Jeffardini. Mm. Jeffardini. Mm-hmm. How many escape rooms have you done? Mm-hmm. What percentage have you completed? Mm-hmm. What percentage have you completed with no hints? What percentage have you completed with your cock? Cock out? <laughs> with your chicken? Cock! Did you find your mm. cock gives you a competitive advantage? Hashtag Jeff's penis for the win! Exclamation point. Oh, God. How many have I done? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, six or seven. Okay. How many have you won? All but one. Mm-hmm. Is that including the one we did at the Comic Expo? Two years ago? The Beer Expo? Oh, the Beer Expo, yeah. The Beer Expo. That does not include that? Okay. Beer Fest? Okay. Yeah, Beer Fest. Mm-hmm. Um, but we still won that one anyway. Yes. So, uh, percentage without hints, zero. I always use at least one hint. Okay. Why not? They're there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Might as well. I'm going by their rules, so, hey. Um, how many of you competed with your cock out? Um, two. Okay. How Has many, that helped? How many of you competed in where they forgot to put stuff back and they didn't have clues so you couldn't actually finish it without their help? Well, that was one. <laughs> the first one. How many, d- <laughs> how many did you do where you thought there would be at least more than two rooms and there was only two rooms? Uh, three, I yes. think. <laughs> <laughs> it can be up to 15 rooms. Oh, okay. Oh, there's your room. Oh, how what? <laughs> How many of you done that when you peed in that sink to get the water to get that key out of there that you skipped like seven steps? 
That was the one. <laughs> so let me ask you this. And that helps when you get your cock out to pee in the sink. <laughs> did you did you really There there was them? a time you, you couldn't get out, you whipped your cock out, and then the police escorted you out. <laughs> you got out of the room though. Still counts. Under fifty nine minutes. <laughs> Still counts. Anyways, what else we got here, Blake? <laughs> did we answer all the questions? Yes, I think we did. <laughs> Uh, next time we're uh, we're going with uh, Stork at Besotted Geek. It says uh, regarding your discussion of Mind Hunter last week, season two. Did we discuss Mind Hunter last week? A little bit, yeah. Okay, has the same problems as season one. The personal lives of the agents bring a taut, interesting story to a halt. No one is annoying as the girlfriend from season one, but still, dot, she, dot, dot. she was pretty annoying. Yes. She was pretty annoying. But she I was kind agree. of important. It kind of put him on the... Yeah, I'm about to say, served an important role. She was uh, attractive. The yeah. one, everything going on in someone's life when they end up having a, you know, uh, an emotional breakdown that he ended up... Spoiler, at the end of season one. Yeah. It, 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 everything it, uh, leads it, to that. Yeah, his professional involvement eventually leads to the breakdown of his relationship. So yeah. they were intertwined. Yeah, it's the right? same thing in season two with the... Uh, Family uh, issues. Ford's Ford's son is exhibiting serial killer, I think, yes. tendencies, and I think you know, Tench I think that, you know, that's you know, kind of not Ford Tench. Tench. I'm Tench, sorry, Tench yeah. is Tench's uh, son. Tench's, um, son, you know, adopted mm. son. As mm. We learned he's adopted. Is exhibiting those serial killer tendencies, and I think it disturbs him that he can't figure it out. That he can't figure it out. But there, he, he does have a point though. Like this, the. The mystery's getting really good, and then they go back to his home life. I'm like, no, I want to know what's going on with the mystery. Yeah, I know. And then Dr. Carr's relationship thing, that kind of yeah. like puts a pause on everything, too. She, she's I interesting. Can with, I can kind of go without her relationship. Yeah. Did you see season two, Jim? Yes. Okay. Jeff, did you? Nope. You need to. It was, it was, it was like they, they said, okay, season one, we focused on Ford's relationships. Now let's go on Tench and Carr. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought Tench would be, and again, I knew nothing going into this series about who's the stars in that. I really thought Tench was going to be like a couple episodes in the first season, that's it. I didn't know he was yeah. going to be one of the big co-stars of it. I, I was surprised that Ford became more of a major player than he was. See, I thought, I, he, I thought it was all going to be Tench. See, I thought it was all I mean, going to be Ford. Ford. I mean, gosh, I'm getting them mixed up. You thought it was all going to be Ford and Tench plays a big role. Yeah. It? Yes. That's what I thought. That's what yeah, I the way it started. Yeah. Yeah. So... But, but in season two, can you not look at the new director and think of Dr. Evil? No, oh, I agree. I agree. I, <laughs> I mean, that kind of... That distracted me an awful lot. I trust that guy about as far as I throw him. Yeah. Why are you throwing people? Why With not? you're back, you shouldn't. <laughs> what else we got? Uh, corrections on New York City in the DC universe. Now, we were apparently, talking about this we, got, we got a lot of reactions here, right? Two. Two, yeah. Okay, a lot. More than one. Because people <laughs> people actually care about this. That's right. Stork, beside a geek, cares about this. And he says, regarding the Watchmen in the DC Universe, the series is called Doomsday Clock. My bad. New York does exist. Dr. Manhattan isn't a villain per se. Veet still is. And they're still not officially in the DCU. Still one more issue to go. Spoilers. They will be. Thanks. <laughs> Well, you just ruined it for everybody now, Jason. (laughs) Sorry. And if that didn't ruin it for you, Brian Auer, am I saying that correctly? That's how I would pronounce it. Brian with an I? Mm Mm-hmm. Why? I mean, 
So New York City is a traditional home of the Titans and Teen Titans. Is that the live action and yes, in the, the cartoon? Books. Cartoon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. No, there's two different cartoons. There are two different comics. Titans and Teen Titans are two yes. different groups. Okay. And they both have comics about them. Isn't one a cartoon series? Well, they made them into cartoon For children? Series. Yeah, but it's a yeah. pretty funny cartoon series. Okay. Uh, Gotham is on one side in New Jersey, and Metropolis is down from Gotham, a la Atlantic City. I think I figured out the problem with the DC Universe. What's that? It takes place in fucking New Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Their two biggest cities are in New Jersey. No no wonder why it's so much crime and it's a toilet. Thanks for listening, New Jersey. (laughs) Uh, This week's episode is sponsored by the New Jersey Tourist Attraction. The Garden State. (laughs) Go, New Jersey. When you don't want to get shot... Don't come here. Hey, at least an indie movie was named after it. Garden State? Yeah. Oh, God, that whiny Is there any indie movies named after Ohio? Yeah. Like, Ohio? (laughs) (laughs) It's a coming-of-age story about a young girl. (laughs) That's plot lines. Are we getting to that? (laughs) Uh, Des Hassing. You know. Oh no! No no! That's <laughs> Des, not Dev. Des, my man. Des has a educated listener. Maybe alcohol's yes. in the Oreos. It, it is November, and Thanksgiving is coming up, so he may be on break, and he's got some extra time here to uh, write us. It says, will Amazon ever get around to actually making Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time television series? Or will they just keep casting people and talking about it? I think they should just keep casting people and talking that, about that it. That sounds a successful way to go. You don't actually have to spend money. You just cast them. And Correct. Yeah. It, and is, it, it is a massive project to undertake. It's yeah. going to be expensive, too. And it's going to take just as long as the books. Uh-huh. <laughs> will it get done before uh, George R. R. Martin releases his final two? Yes. <laughs> okay. That's the big Mo- Most likely, the person whoever's going to, like, Write and direct the the uh, the television show mm-hmm. will probably die before it's over, so they'll have to bring somebody in to finish up the last three. Just like life, seasons. real life, just like they did for the real yep. books. <laughs> yep. Yeah, actually, they're gonna you know when George R. R. Martin should he not pass? Well, hopefully, but when he if he does before he finishes, you know, his dragons, you know, maybe they can find somebody under penmanship of George R. R. Martin J. R. 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 J.R.R. Martin Jr.? Is that what you're saying? I would just hire Brandon Sanderson to finish it because he's a prolific writer and he still keeps putting out stuff. And then like he finished The Wheel of Time while still writing his main Did George R.R. Martin reproduce kids? Not that I know of. Oh, thank God. I think he asexually reproduces. <laughs> <laughs> that guy at the comic expo was his son. <laughs> Correct. We saw it. Or his left half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was the left half of the divided organism. Actually, what he does, he just gives like these stone eggs to everybody, and hopefully one's gonna crack open. It's gonna be a miniature him. I, I thought he got. I thought he got wet. Starts popping off. Reproduces like a gremlin. <laughs> This week's episode is sponsored by the Garden State. Come visit us in New Jersey. We're just not for crime anymore. Uh, finally, uh, Des, you asked the question. All right. Dana from Dana. Is Friends ready for a reboot? If so, would who would you cast? 
Now, before you say this, I think this is a good draft day. I think this would be a great draft day. Have we day. drafted day, friends? I don't think we drafted friends. Okay. So, so next week we do draft day for draft Dana. Draft day of friends. Dana, thanks for the question. Yeah. We will christen the new studio with a friend's draft day. I like it. Remember, uh, again, Jim will win again, so vote for Jim. Remember, <laughs> remember the 5th of November. Oh, that's today. It is today. I've, and it was election day. And I day. forgot to vote. And you forgot to vote. I forgot it was the 5th of November. What you know what? Are you? you? You know what? If we get done here it was early a time enough, change. you can go blow something up. I, I, <laughs> I blew up the Bailey. <laughs> now, they, do, am I supposed to do that at midnight when it changes? To the fifth, or do I blow it up at the end of the fifth? It is the fifth. Yeah, so did I miss it? Or do I, I mean, do I still have time, or did I, was I supposed to blow it up at 12.01? Well, if you weren't stuck on daylight savings time, <laughs> you still got hours. Okay. You're good. There you go. Uh, so that leads into professor number one, doctor number one. Does Montreal deserve a new MLB team? Yes. They, they don't deserve a new one. They deserve one that's already around. Tampa. They deserve, to, they deserve to get their old one back. <laughs> send the Nationals back to Montreal. And After then, they won the World and Series. Then yes. send, and then send Tampa, Tampa to, Washington. to Washington. Yes. Sorry, guys. We're taking the Nationals. What? <laughs> and, do, and does London deserve an NFL team? Apparently they're getting one. What? Uh, it's a rumor. It's, it's a rumor. Confirmed. They're talking about possibly looking at moving the Chargers. Um, everybody is in they agreement except for the Chargers owner. Yeah. Who was well, quoted as saying, "Are you fucking kidding?" No. <laughs> well, yeah, you're right. The team moved to L.A., but no fans did. <laughs> the, the, they they can't sell out a twenty thousand seat stadium. And, was, they're, and they're good. It's a soccer yeah. stadium, or fairly good. They're yeah. three and four. They were good last year. Yeah. yeah. But they just the Bengals. They were, just beat Green Bay at home when there were more they Green Bay. Them. There were more Green Bay fans in L.A. Yeah. Well, you're going to get that for all teams in L.A. and in Las Vegas, especially what their first years there. The the uh, road teams are going to be equal. In, yeah. The Raiders the are moving to Vegas next year, right? Yeah, Correct. supposedly. Okay. As long as their stadium is ready to go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But it's probably not going to be ready to go because it never is. Yeah. Uh, I took over. Um, they should play at the Heritage, uh, Heritage Bank Arena. Oh, that would be the Heritage Bank Center. Oh, the Heritage Bank Center. Because uh, it makes me feel like that's where I should go to do my banking, <laughs> not to watch concerts and sport venues. I took over the Tennessee Titans in Madden 20. Uh, no one New cares. Madden. No, no, here's the best part. You're talking about exp- relocating. It's like, would you like to build a new stadium, upgrade yours, do nothing, or relocate? I was like, oh, I would like to upgrade my... Oh, should I hit relocate? And I'm like, <laughs> back up. Nope, can't back up. You make you can't back up. <laughs> so we're relocating the Titans. I don't know where. Columbus. Omaha. Bring them to Cincinnati. That would be funny. So we can get rid of the Brown family. Nobody cares. Of the bank mean, Jim. Because <laughs> that's that's what really sucks is uh, being. I'm going to talk bagel talk here. Is being in this city, we deserve. I think we deserve a, a, an NFL team, but they gave us the shitty one. Sure. And if they leave, we won't get another one. It's not that they. So we're stuck no. with a shitty team. They didn't give us the shitty one. We were. Uh, Pretty much uh, bequeathed the shitty one. Well, after Paul Brown died, yeah. and he left it to his son, who is a very good businessman, but he gives no shits about the fans or about winning. You know the the sad, the sad part is you know the state, which was, is terrible for a sports yeah. owner. 
Well, it's terrible for the state of Ohio because state of Ohio is, you know, a linchpin football state, widely nationally yeah, recognized. The first game high ever in the NFL was just up the road in cra- Dayton. Crazy good high school football, crazy good uh, college football, and then, uh, and yeah, the, the, home, the home of the NFL and, you, you know, the birthplace of football, and we have the Hall of Fame. And we're bequeathed, as you guys say, bequeathed two shitty fucking professional football teams. I thought the Browns won it this year. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's before we played a game. Well, they, they beat the Jets. <laughs> Who beat the Cowboys? Beat the ca- well, yeah. the Jersey Jets, yes. <laughs> but the Jets also lost to Miami. But they beat the Cowboys. Welcome to Miami. <laughs> the Jets' is one win is the Cowboys. Real quick, I did like Baker Mayfield's mustache after the press conference. You know, the memes of that are hilarious. If you haven't oh, looked is. at them, oh, my God, yes. there's a whole bunch of them. What, what, how he had a beard when he walked into the uh, stadium. stadium. He had a, like, Fu Manchu at the, the game. game, and then a, just a regular mustache at the press conference, yeah. post-game press conference. So it, it's pretty cool. So they got him in his jacket, and he's, like, looking disheveled, a look on his face, and there's so many memes that came from that. My favorite one is, like, the, the you know, like, it's like a... Back black and white background of like you know Vietnam helicopters and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a like a crazy like vet. He's like oh, it's, it's, it's pretty funny. rough. It is very. But another one says, "Hey, it looks like he's about to go rob what's the kid's name from Home Alone? He's going to go rob Kevin. Kevin's house, you know, from Home Alone." Is like, oh god. Wait, uh, can we have a moment of silence? Breath for a breath of silence for Gardner Minshew's starting career. Who? Jacksonville's uh, back and forth back now. Um, Nick Foles got healthy. Oh, Nick, he did? Nick Foles is the starter. And Gardner Minshew said, oh, yeah, I'm a backup quarterback. <laughs> and looked like it this week in London. And, you know, they're sitting there going, he threw two back-to-back and then fumbled uh, inter- two plays interceptions later. and then fumbled two plays later. He still can't beat the Browns. Because we have back-to-back turnovers. No, you had three, th- we had three. Three and three consecutive plays. Yes. Positive though, especially the shuttle pass. Oh, that was awesome. Oh, You're God. six and two though, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> in a mirror on, on paper. <laughs> but then we played the games. Okay, let's do some news of the geek. It's time for a new installment of the news of the geek. This one is from intern Hackney. Hackney, right for Blake. The new House of the Dragon series at HBO is greenlit. We talked about this last week. They canceled one, but they green, did greenlight another yeah. one. So HBO. So they are doing one. Of yeah, they passed they on changed. the Naomi Watts one. Yeah, when they realized nobody wants a thousand-year prequel. So now, well, we'll I get did. there. Has I wanted greenlit- to know what Brand the Builder was up to. Hold on. How the did wall. They build that wall. <laughs> what technology did they use? Lincoln logs. Lego blocks. Dragons. Lincoln logs. <laughs> The same thing they used to build the pyramids. The new House of the, the new House of the Dragon series at HBO's Greenland will cause the book to be delayed more than it already is. Liar. George R. Martin posted to his official blog, maybe you should be writing the book instead of the blog, with an update on the news that HBO has ordered a 10-episode first season of the Game of Thrones spinoff, which will be based on his fire and blood history of House Targaryen. Not as good as the book series. Set 300 years before the events of the original series. Yes. Correct. It starts with the Targaryen invasion. Yes. I just want to let you know that I said Targaryen correct. Uh, Martin noted... Martin! Noted that co-showrunner and writer Ryan Condell has already, quote, has already done a considerable amount of writing on House of Dra- the Dragon. 
but a lot of work remains ahead of us. No there's shit. A, there's a writer's room to be assembled. Like, literally, they have to build a writer's room. <laughs> We know the uh, issues that go into building a, That's right. a room. You should That's send right. them Dave's phone number. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Episodes be broken down and scripted. A cast and crew to be assembled. Budgets and production details to be worked out. That sounds like a real work. <laughs> Something wow. <George> <laughs> we have to do everything it takes to, to start a television show. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, do that. Uh, hey, HBO execs, we got to make a show? They, they, they actually want a script and a set and a cast. Hold on. Are they writing in, in electric computer land or on paper? <laughs> With a feather quill well and ink. Well, that's how George R. R. Martin's writing the original series. That's why it's taking so long. They all smeared. Yeah. They have, thou- they have thousands of monkeys on thousands of typewriters. Uh, it was the best of times. It was the blurst of times, stupid monkey. Uh, Martin actually has finished the two books like a thousand times, but they keep getting blurred whenever he sends them by FedEx. Uh, as yet, we don't even... FedEx, I thought it was hand courier. Yeah. <laughs> Pigeon Fed. The horse keeps dying every thousand miles. FedEx, he, it's, it's the ravens that ravens. he's sending. Yeah. They keep, his neighbors cage is a different oh, raven. The, the neighbors keep no, shooting Keep throwing those ravens out with the book attached. They just don't go very far. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's he's on... 4,000 pages. Unfortunately, he's on top of a mountain, so they just fall straight down. <laughs> If you want to read the book, it's at the bottom of the mountain. <laughs> Every chapter is at the bottom of the mountain with a dead bird rotting next to it. Perhaps to it. you get two birds. <laughs> <laughs> they can string it up between the two. It's not a question of where they can grip it. It's a simple question of weight ratios. <sighs> <laughs> David and Dan used for, uh, let's see as yet we don't know even know when we where we will be shooting though I expect we will revisit at least some of the countries David and Dan used for Game of Thrones I expect to be involved in all of this to some extent and who knows if things work out I may even be able to script a few episodes as I did for the first four seasons of Game of Thrones <laughs> you know I wasn't able book. to script any for the last three seasons of Game of Thrones because yeah. he was too busy working on the novels yeah did they come out yet? No. no. Oh. What novels? You mean uh, Fire and Blood? Yeah. No, well, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's the one he was writing. Duncan Egg. And that was, <laughs> and the, the Fire and Blood was lazy writing, too. It, you know, read like a cheap-ass history book. That was the point. That was the point yeah. of it. He's like, lazy, I'll make money because people are going to bu- buy it. Yeah. He did make it clear, though, that I, quote, I'm not taking on any scripts until I finished and delivered Winds of Winter. Liar. Winter is still coming, and winds remain my, re, remains my priority, as much Liar. as I love to write an episode of House. Liar. Well, House has been off the air for, what, <laughs> eight years <laughs> now? That's his issue. <laughs> I still have an idea for an episode of House. I'm going to write it anyways, just in case they reboot it. He's got six seasons of House script. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh, wait, hold on! It turns it? out the it, it was uh, was it lupus or whatever disease. <laughs> and, wait, hold on a second! Did anybody tell him House is not on the air anymore? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I've sent six seasons over to Fox. I think they would respond. I can't wait for Gregory House to sit on the Iron Throne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this thing's too hard. House, House. 
Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> that's, who we based, that's who we based Bran on. It was just a little young house. Oh. You know, for someone that has never seen Game of Thrones, I'm really enjoying this talk. <laughs> Anytime we bring up George R. R. What the emblem and words of House House be? House House. <laughs> it must be lupus. <laughs> not lupus. <laughs> The House of Lupus. <laughs> house Lupus. Yeah. Oh, my God. Moving on. <laughs> Sarcasm is coming. <laughs> Quickies. Per Hollywood Reporter, Peyton Reed will return to his role behind the camera for the Ant-Man series, uh, signing on to helm the planned third film. Reed, who directed Ant-Man as well as Ant-Man and the Wasp, I didn't realize he did both, has signed on to shoot the third yet Jeff, unnamed one. He did both. Thanks, Jeff. Corn site plans are to shoot the film in late 2020 or early 2021 with a 2021 release planned. There are two dates set for the untitled Marvel Cinematic Films that year, February 18th and July 29th. Well, if they shoot in early 2021, I don't think they're going to make uh, well, February, February 18th. 18th. <laughs> well, hold I don't on. think they're going to make July 29th. Well, hold on. They can go get some uh, consulting work from uh, Ryan Condal about... What to do? What to do? Game of Thrones. Get a considerable amount of writer. <laughs> Make a writer's room. That's right. Make sure Ma- it's not lean. Assemble to. it. Make episodes. Break it down. Script it. Get a cast. Get a crew. Assemble them. Establish a budget. Put together production details and work it out. Jeez, thanks. <laughs> If you want to know more, read my book, Everything You Need to Know About Writing an Episode. <laughs> George R.R. Martin's working on how to finish novels. <laughs> how to finish already finished television shows. And finally, in quickies, uh, just broke news, uh, Fox is reporting that House is coming back, being rebooted by George R. R. Martin. <laughs> You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Six, ten episode seasons. Each is three and a half hours long. <laughs> it all ends up being lupus every time. But, but he's not going to write the last three seasons. It's already got subcontracted out. <laughs> to that Ryan guy. No Dan and Dave again. Just Dan and Dave. Yeah. No, it's the problem is Dan and Dave. It's the guys from the old uh, Nike commercials. <laughs> the, the Olympic guys? Yes. Yeah. The one that didn't make it? Yeah, yeah he failed was to it qualify. Nike or was it Reebok? It was Nike. Oh. Was it Nike or Reebok? Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, one of them even failed, failed to qualify. Look it up, kids. Dan and Dave, it was a big marketing push. It was a Dan O'Brien and Dave... Was it was Dave Reebok. O'Brien. It was Reebok. It was Dave O'Brien, I believe, and... Yeah, Dan O'Brien used to be the uh, Cincinnati Reds general manager. <laughs> Dave and Dan was an advertising and merchandising campaign by American shoe manufacturer Reebok during the build-up to the 92 Summer Olympics. Promotion was meant to generate excitement and support for the Olympic competition between the decathletes Dan O'Brien and David Johnson. Unfortunately, one didn't. One failed to make the. <laughs> one failed to make the Olympics. The one who failed to make it, though, he was a. He was the old. He was the older man. He mm-hmm. he's a previous world champion. And then the other yeah, guy. Yeah, don't was, feel sorry for him. The other guy was the younger, up and coming guy who eventually set the world record, which has since been broke. The problem was he made the fatal error of. Horse tranquilizers? Of, well, of uh, in the pole vault. Mm-hmm. You, you don't have to do the lower ones if you don't want to, but you don't get any points if you don't make your first jump. So he skipped the low jumps. 
and failed at both attempts at the lowest it was eliminated. attempted. Mm-hmm. So he got zero points from the pool vault. Bad I award you zero points. <laughs> and may God have mercy on your soul. Because I think once, once you try one, then you have to do every jump after that. You can't like do one and then sit out for three jumps and then try again. No. I thought you know, I, I know in the regular pole vault you can, or in oh. the high jump you can. I don't know if the oh, rules okay. are different in decathlon. I, I could be wrong. I just I don't know why you don't just do the lowest possible thing to make sure you at least get a point. Okay, um, real quick, let's do box office bombs. But before we do, you know the bearded ones, they have a podcast. They do. It's on the Danger Entertainment Network. You know what the bearded ones also have? What's that? A podcast promo. Yes, they do. We don't know what it sounds like, but we're giving you one right here anyway. <laughs> Darren, go get the bearded one. Intern Hackney. Intern Hackney has really failed on this. So uh, next week, uh, bearded ones promo. Uh, you're going to get played three times <laughs> during the podcast, uh, but you should go check out the bearded ones. Uh, they have beards. Yeah. Uh, they're ones, and uh, they're magnificent. Uh, they're on Danger Entertainment Network. We've said that. Uh, and I pull podcast, and uh, they have beards. The good news is. The bearded ones will be the promo that christens the new Bob State Stadium studio. studio, the Pod Cave. So yes, so uh, go listen to bearded ones. Hey, you know what are you doing September 11th through the 13th uh, of 2020? Oh yeah, I'll be at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Oh really? I'll be filming Ant Man and the Wasp uh, trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, I will be at the Cincinnati Comic Expo at the Duke Energy Convention Center. We had such a good time. We'll be back again. And, uh, yeah, keep listening here. We'll have uh, announcements. Uh, I already got some tidbits on who is coming. Actually, I don't. Uh, But uh, it sounded good. Uh, But anyways, tickets will be going on sale in January or February, so keep listening here. I I, I heard that who's going to be there. I heard Hobie's going to be there. Hobie will be there. And, And maybe the cinema guys. Ooh. Wow. That's breaking, isn't it? That is breaking. Uh, like not, not the an movie. electric boogaloo? You know, speaking of cinema guys, you know, I bought a poster from Everyday Heroes that Justin runs from oh. the cinema guys. Are you, the gonna, are you gonna hang it up in the it's gonna be hung out out in the basement. Oh. I'm picking it up tomorrow. It, it's gonna be in the green room. Yep, the green room. <laughs> yep. Uh Jeff, let's do some box office bombs. Alrighty. It's time for box office bombs. <laughs> <laughs> it was a dark fate for Terminator, Terminator, Terminator at the box office this week. I'm the Charmanetta. Uh The new uh, Terminator Dark Fate can claim a win at the box office battle, but they're clearly going to clearly going to lose the war. This script is terrible. <sighs> Damn it, Hackney. Although the film took the number one spot in the, in the weekend, it was disastrously low numbers for an uh, expected uh, return to a good franchise. Well below even the moderate 35 to $40 million that they thought they were going to do this weekend. They said they, even if it made $40 million, they still weren't, weren't expecting to make money back. <laughs> yeah, and they did 29 so yeah. It has brought in $94.6 million overseas, putting a worldwide total at $123.6, with Japan still left of the major markets to open. That's not good if it already opened in China, though. Uh, the franchise is largely considered to be damaged by moviegoers. Well, I thought it was damaged by movie makers, but I'll wait. Uh, where was I? Uh, Rise. Rise of the Machines, Terminator Salvation, and Genesis were incrementally more hated from film to film. 
Cameron and Hamilton's returns weren't enough to bring audience enthusiasm back, nor were great reviews, or wait, nor were solid but great reviews. 69% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is fresh. Correct. And B-plus on CinemaScore is okay, because it's not a B-minus. Correct. But it matches the scores for all the films since the release of Rise of the Machines. So everyone gives them B pluses, and then you get a B plus. You get a B plus. So Oprah is the one distributing yes. grades. Okay, fucking Oprah. Uh, there's no way at this point that Dark Fate won't lose money for Paramount Pictures with a 185 million dollar budget plus hefty marketing. The film would le- need at least 500 million to break even. Go. <laughs> they should have just re-released uh, Terminator. For like you know when they when they re-release movies for one yeah. day, made it prettier, like shined it up. You know what they should have done? No, just you know you know how yeah, they made just, the film prettier. Don't yeah, even do that. Just re-release. Just release. Just put just, Terminator yeah. and Terminator Two out, and then have a big film marathon. Reformated for HD. I think Jim uh, said it best. Go. <laughs> Uh, so that top, was number one. Yeah, the top five. Terminator uh, was number one. Number two, Joker made another fourteen million, a total of, of almost three hundred million on a fifty-five million dollar budget. It was number three last week. It jumped up this week, and mm-hmm. it's what over nine hundred million worldwide. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, all, approaching the billion dollars. Billion, and it is already the number one rated R movie worldwide. It made a lot of violent outbreaks throughout the world, though. No, no, no. Those are dances on uh, steps. steps in New York. Steps. Oh, yeah, Not that's right. Not violent outbreaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inspired uncontrollable dancing. Yes. But everyone said it was going to inspire violence. No. Yes. <laughs> uh, Maleficent, colon, Mistress of Evil, made another $12 million, a total <laughs> of $84.5 million. Is that the pub Pornhub version? <laughs> colon, Mistress of Evil. <laughs> Is that what you said? I, I the, said colon. I am the colon mistress. <laughs> Evil. It sounds like something that they should be selling at the pharmacy. <laughs> Do you have bladder problems? Listen to the colon mistress. Although I want to know, how does Maleficent have the same budget as Terminator? I, Disney? <laughs> the magic of Disney. Yeah. yeah. That magic costs some shitload of money. Uh, speaking of fancy, I did see Oz the Great and Powerful. And? With James Franco. It wasn't, as, I don't like Wizard of Oz. It wasn't as yeah. bad as I thought. It, was enjoy- it wasn't something I would go out of my way to see, but it's because Mila Kunis was in it. Oh, yeah. But she was green half the time. So? Mm, yeah, even better. Mm. James Franco still is an insufferable mm. cunt in it. But the good news is that he's supposed to be. So it worked yeah. out well. It worked out well since he's playing the character. Yeah. Uh, number four this weekend, Harriet made uh, $12 million in its opening weekend on a $17 million budget. Can't keep a good spy down. It's not the spy. Oh, sorry. My Harriet bad. Tubman, you dumbass. My bad. I don't know how well this plays overseas. We'll need to get those numbers. I'll double check. What movie is that? Harriet, about Harriet Tubman. No, I thought you said... Railroad. I don't know how well this plays over... Never mind. It's a bad joke. I missed it. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> over my head. There it went. I think everybody missed it. <laughs> oh, good thing Blake's back in form. <laughs> and the Adams Family made another $8.5 million, a total of $85.5 million on a $40 million budget. The Munsters movie made $200 million this weekend. The Munsters movie was too stupid to even make this weekend. Shut up. 
upcoming November 8th, uh, 2019, we There's have... a new Monster movie? No. no. Doctor Sleep. This is a long synopsis, but it was written by Stephen King, so I'm going to read it all. Oh, I thought it was the <laughs> follow-up to Kiss's Dr. Love. Didn't no. make the album cut. <laughs> On highways across America, a tribe of people called the True Knot travel in search of sustenance. They look harmless, mostly old, lots of polyester, and married to their RVs. But as Dan Torrance knows, and tween Abra Stone learns, the True Knot are quasi-immortal, living off the steam that children with The Shining produce when they are slowly tortured to death. Haunted by the inhabitants of the Overlook Hotel, where he spent one horrific childhood year, Dan has been drifting for decades, desperate to shed his father's legacy of despair, alcoholism, and violence. Finally, he settles in New Hampshire town, an AA community that sustains him, and a job at a nursing home where his remnant shining power provides a crucial final comfort to the dying. Aided by the uh, prescient cat, he becomes Dr. Sleep. Prescient. Prescient cat. Persian cat? Persian. Then Dan meets the evanescent Abra Stone. Evanescent? Evanescent. Abra Stone. And it is her spectacular gift, the brightest shining ever seen, that reignites Dan's own demons and summons him to a battle for Abra's soul and survival. That's his own demons. I had a conversation about this uh, movie With over Stephen the weekend. King. I was like, uh, how can I write this book? Oh, and how can I tie it into The Shining? Oh, okay. It's the sequel to The Shining. I know. But in and it's but does it, it it doesn't fit what you would think a sequel to The Shining would be. Well, it's the kid grown up. What would he do? Yeah. That's what he would. Yeah, do. it's and and the Shining powers. Yeah, it's the Shining. The Shining. <laughs> uh, also coming out this weekend, we have Last Christmas. Last Christmas. No way, I'm singing. Sorry, I gave you my heart. That is actually the theme song to the movie. It is. Yes. And as Kate is a young woman subscribed to bad decisions, her last like date was a disaster that of having accepted to work as Santa's elf for a department store. However, she meets Tom there. Not Tom. Her life takes a new turn. For, <gasps> for Kate, it seems He's a serial to be killer. Good. <laughs> it seems too good to be true. Serial killer. Last Christmas. I, I hope gave it's a serial killer movie versus a rom com. Uh, it's Amelia Clark and uh, oh, that's the Amelia Clark yeah. and, and Henry oh. Golding. It looks bad, uh, but everybody's going to go see it because there's supposedly a big twist in it. I, I don't think it you looks know, awful. It's a killer. It's you know, a, it's if, a it was, rom-com. if it was if it was Jason Momoa <laughs> playing, that would be that awesome. That would be interesting. Get Amelia Clark and Jason Momoa back together yeah. again. A Kit Harrington. Or, <laughs> or no, you, if you have Amelia uh, Harrington kills her in alley. Yeah. Get Ed Screen in <laughs> since they unceremoniously kicked him out of his yeah. last. Um, did it say it was written by George R. R. Martin? <laughs> he wanted to do a rom com after he did six seasons of House. He was really tired of the same drama, so he wanted to do a rom com. Uh, also, oh. Emma Thompson oh. was one of the writers. Oh, okay. Also opening this weekend, playing with fire. Ouch. Fire. A crew of rugged firefighters meet oh their God, match when attempting to rescue <laughs> three rambunctious kids. John Cena? Yes. Oh, this looks so bad. <laughs> I was like, it makes me want to see Last Christmas. <laughs> Last Christmas. Judy Greer, Keenan Michael Key, John Cena. See, I even like the people. I did too. You know, I was, was going to make a joke. Are they going to take their shirts off? 
And apparently, yes, they will. Yes, they well, will. Yeah, they're firefighters. Firefighters. John Cena. They always have to take their shirts off. If I was John Cena, I wouldn't even wear a shirt. <laughs> I mean, seriously. You know, for does. once, I'd like to see a real firefighter calendar with regular firefighters with their <laughs> shirts off. <laughs> I think they did that on, uh, what was it? The one show that had the guys from Broken Lizard uh, as firefighters. Oh, God. TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that still on? I doubt it. Oh, it wasn't was it that bad? good. Yeah. Yeah, super Troopers. Yeah. Guys. yeah. <laughs> oh, what else we got? Uh, buy, know, sell. One, yeah, for once, I'd like to see a Sports Illustrated dad bod, you know? <laughs> well, just magazine. let you know, Hobie has a calendar <laughs> oh, coming out next year. The body magazine, they'll throw those in there. Yeah, I know. I, I just make it like regular people and be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Hobie has calendar. Hobie. The tagline is, it's uh, some people have the face for... Uh, Face for radio. Hobie has the body for podcast. Hell yeah, we do. <laughs> my, li- my wife really liked that uh, tagline. <laughs> I told her he came up with it. That's awesome. Uh, what, else, what do we got? Buy, uh, sell. Buy, stock. sell. Stock in the career of. We will go with Arnold Schwarzenegger first. So. Uh, he is uh, currently trading at $34.24. Oh, 3408 as of right now. He's down. You know what? You know, do we, can we get the highs and lows kind of like stocks? You know, like the highs. Talk to Hackney. I mean, well, what, Jim's got it pulled up. Do you what would got... be the highest that Arnold was? I mean, I'd like to ever see where or he was at. Yeah, in the, the stock. last year. In the ever. Uh, the Hollywood last year stock. is thirty four forty nine, but um, so he's pretty much been around the same thing for the entire year. Mm-hmm. What's his movies coming out though, Jeff? He's got triplets. Oh God. I, I, it's a sequel. It's a sequel, sequel to, to Twins. Twins. Yeah. Supposedly, and Eddie Murphy's the other one. Yeah, that's been been production for six years now. And I think we talked about it on like our second episode. We did. We did. And Kung Furry 2. I said furry, not fury. You know, it's on Jeff's <laughs> mind tonight. <laughs> Jeff's getting furry. some fury love. Kung Fury 2. Kung going into furry. that chat room on AOL. Fury. What's he doing in Kung Fury 2? Because he wasn't in one. And I don't know, but I'm selling him. Linda Hamilton's not even on Hollywood Stock Exchange. Wow. She only does she only does, well, she only does uh, Terminator yeah. movies. She so. may not be publicly traded entity. <laughs> so are you buying or selling? I'm selling Schwarzenegger. No. I unless he's going to be doing more of uh, expendables, he's probably not going to be doing any yeah, good I'm movies. Done. Mm. Uh, and we also have uh, Cynthia uh, Cynthia Arrivo. I'm assuming she's in uh, Harriet. She's in Harriet, yes. Uh, she's currently trading, or her stock is trading at 1846. Coming out, she has Needle in a Time Stack and Chaos Walking. I'll buy. I haven't seen Harriet yet, but if I'm not mistaken, wasn't she also in uh, Bad Times at the El Royale? Bad Times at the El Royale and Widows. I'll oh, buy. I haven't seen Widows either, but. Uh, I have seen Bad Times at the El Royale, and she was real good in that. So based on that alone, at $18.46, I would buy that stock. She's oh currently up to eighteen sixty three. Oh, she's running out of reach. I'm buying. So. I'll take Blake's off his hand. And that was our box office news and world reports. Do some top five. That music can only mean one thing. Top five. Top five this week is top five. Jason, fi- we have that music so you don't have to sing. 
That's why we Last have that Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. My heart? Heart. <laughs> what are you, from New York? I'm from Boston. Uh, top five film deaths you would undo. This could be just for shits and giggles, just to see what the rest of the movie looks like. Could be because you're upset by the film death. It could be a bad film death. It could be any reason. So, uh, Jeff, what do you got for number five? Can, what death can we... Would you do? Can next week, can we do a top five film deaths we would have liked to have seen? Yes. <laughs> we probably can do that, uh, yes. I, I thought we talked about, didn't we talk about last week doing a different top five? We probably did, but, <laughs> that was last week. but, but Hackney must have <laughs> forgot what we talked about. Hackney! Uh, I'm going my number five. I picked the movie Cold Mountain. Uh... Edmund, I think, was the character's name, as played by uh, Jude Law. What movie? I'm sorry, what? Cold Mountain. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, spoiler alert. He dies at the end. For a 12-year-old movie. Uh, but uh, it was one of those, oh, I love you. Let's get together for one night, and then you die. And now that just made this movie stupid and pointless. So it's kind of like when a guy says, I'm going to retire in a movie, and then he dies yes. the next day. Gotcha. He, he, he abandons the, uh, the war effort to go back to the woman he loves, and they get one night together. How'd he die? Uh, Orgasm. Syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> no, he got shot. shot oh, okay. Killed by the, the evil people who were taking advantage of the fact that all the able-bodied men were out fighting and were like gotcha. ruling over the, the elderly and, and feeble people left in town. Uh, Good role by ben, what, ben Foster. Ben Foster played a really great role in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had uh, b- 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 crap. I forgot the guy's name who played the head bad guy. Ben Kingsley. No, no. it's not Ben Kingsley. I thought the uh, deaths that you would put in that would have been like what uh, Ethan Suppley. Oh well, and Jack White. Jack White lived. Oh, oh yeah, Jack White did leave. Okay. Ethan Suppley and uh, Brendan Brendan Gleeson, Gleeson. <laughs> who played his own violin in the movie, apparently. <laughs> Ooh, Blake, get us out of this conversation. I've never seen this movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> Blake, what's your to five? Uh, Ray Winston. That was the name of the head bad guy. Okay. Or the actor who played the head bad guy. <laughs> I just want to say it's Ray Winston. <laughs> See, this was pretty tough because, you know, sometimes good character deaths are what makes a great movie, mm-hmm. you know. I know. So this was pretty difficult top five for me. Okay, what you got? Because I really could think of a lot of deaths that I wanted to see in well, movies, we but that never happened. Yeah. <laughs> Quote. Quote. We'll do that next Quote. week. <laughs> Quote. We'll do that next week. Dana, don't hold your breath on draft day. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, started off. I had to, I had to go do some research, so I did have to steal some stuff that I saw on the interwebs. But yeah, you know, I could, you know, I could have lived with Goose not dying in Top Gun. Okay. You Good know. pick. I mean, you really didn't need Goose to die to put Maverick into a tailspin doldrum. <laughs> he was already moody to begin with. <laughs> he then ends up in a uh, cocktail. Yeah, exactly. It was just a bad, bad choice. I mean, he, did, he, he wouldn't become a yeah, bartender yeah. if he weren't You needed Goose to die so you can get a good scene of Meg Ryan crying. True. Mm. It's true. What are you mm, about? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen in the cut? Mmm. <laughs> Well, he said Meg Ryan, and he started moaning, and he said crying. He's like, well, I'll just get to just stick with it, man. Pot it's, committed it's called now. Comedy. That's right. Pot uh, committed. Pot committed on Meg Ryan. Isn't, isn't, that, isn't, that, isn't, that, isn't that one of the telltale signs we learned in Mindhunter? 
Uh-huh. He's watching Meg Ryan cry and <laughs> getting off, apparently. Uh-huh. It's pretty scary. Meg Ryan, she's my girl. Okay, I'm going to move on and get Jason away from this. <laughs> I am going to go with Wallace Shawn's character of Vizzini in The oh. Princess Bride. Mm, Wallace Shawn. Because I want to see mm. what else he would do. <laughs> Good point. Why don't they come up with a prequel? I mean, there's a lot of Vizzini to go around. Because he looks 30 years older now than he did. <laughs> well, this takes place in his young days of 30. Toupee. Give him a toupee. A toupee. <laughs> Uh, my number five is... Hey, just explain that he has the Benjamin Button disease. <laughs> oh, God. Right. Never mentioned that movie. Uh, my number five Have you seen CGI? Wallace <laughs> <It's laughs> Shawn? It's a miracle what they could do with that is. He's only mostly dead. Never look at Will Smith's character. Uh, I'd rather not. <laughs> Gemini Man. Uh, number five is uh, Cyclops from X-Men, The Last Stand, because it was the most pointless death I've seen. Hey, <laughs> hi, Scott. Boom, you're dead. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Cyclops and Hercules. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, in the Odyssey, I wish you wouldn't have killed the Cyclops. <laughs> or the Odyssey. <laughs> it was such a pointless, pointless death. Well, um, th- their option was to kill him or not have him in the movie at all. Not have him in the movie yeah. at all. Uh, my number four? Because James Marsden was leaving. I know, for super, Superman. For a bit role in Man of Steel. No, Superman Returns. Oh, that's right. That's Brandon Ralph. Uh, my number four is a Joker from the Batman from 1989. Uh, there was no reason to kill him uh, because, in theory, I would have loved to have seen him come back in the other future installments of it. I think it would have made it better. So there you go. I'm not a big fan of killing Joker at any point. But Batman another needs Joker that just, villain. But another Joker just comes and takes his place. Yeah, instead we got the Penguin. Uh, I'm fucking Catwoman. God, Michelle Pfeiffer. Jesus. Okay, you can leave now. Meow. Meg Ryan. Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> Wallace Shawn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like to get some of that iodine poisoning. Okay, my number four. Inconceivable. Is uh, <laughs> Steve Carell and Kira Knightley's characters of Dodge <laughs> and Penny in Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. The whole world blows up, but they live. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they somehow are, they somehow survive. They just float in space. <laughs> They're on a, a, a fraction, a, a faction of the Earth, of, you know, glob that runs around. I like it. I like it. Uh, did you see if they could survive? <laughs> <laughs> there, are you happy guys here? We didn't kill them. We here didn't you go. kill them. Kill yeah. Them. <laughs> They're by themselves on an asteroid pretty much was <laughs> left. <laughs> Until Ben Affleck and Bruce Willis shows up <laughs> and blow it off. <laughs> because it's on collision for, an, for Earth 2. Alternate Earth. Welcome to Earth. 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 Alternate Earth. <laughs> Alternate Earth. <laughs> Blake, what's yours? Uh, my number four is uh, Good Guy Sauron. You know, why did they have to kill him? <laughs> you know, you think of everything he did for the Orc Nation, all that discrimination against Orcs. You know, he brought jobs, re- reduced unemployment. And people are just mad because he had better jewelry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, number four? In the same vein as that, my number four is Voldemort. Oh, yeah. I mean... Just misunderstood. Which time? <laughs> yeah. uh, well, the time they actually killed him. Uh-huh. <laughs> You know, he was only. Mostly. I was kind of cheering for him to win, so I was, Harry little, Potter? I was a little disappointed at the end. Harry of the movie. Potter's annoying. Harry Potter. <laughs> Which yeah. number three? 
Uh, my number three is uh, Hoban Washburn from Serenity. Number one for me. <laughs> Tear, I'm sorry. When the fucking spear went through, is you're like, wait. I'm like a leaf wait. on the wind. No, no. What, what, what was that? <laughs> like it's that? very reminiscent of the death of Ming the Merciless from... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ming. Wait, did they have to kill Ming? Come on. But, and then I understand... That you know, okay, we're, we find we get to tell this story one more time, but killing off Wash just kills any hope of them ever doing it again, because you can't really have Clone. Serenity without with a that, pilot. With, well, without a pilot, they still have a pilot because uh, uh, <laughs> River took over yeah. the, uh, yeah. the pilot. But um, it was just he was he was kind of the glue that held everyone together. A leaf on a wind. Watch, Watch me, me soar. I just think of that. If Watch they didn't kill his, if they didn't kill his character off, how would he not be the pirate guy in Dodgeball? <laughs> he was the pirate guy in Dodgeball first. Wait, you know, wait I watched there's that. There's a, pi- a pirate in Dodgeball. <laughs> wait, hold on. You know, Steve, <laughs> no, the pirate. <laughs> uh, so I watched that again this weekend, and it takes a whole different approach when uh, the uh, cyclist. Um, Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong comes up for a motivational speak. I'm like, fuck you! <laughs> motivational speaker. Cheat. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I don't won. know. I, if I gave up, I wouldn't have won seven Tour de France's. <laughs> Only five at that point. <laughs> oh. If I gave up, I wouldn't have... If I gave up and didn't cheat, I wouldn't have won five Tour de France's. Uh, number three? Well, well, right. well technically, he does cheat because he steps over the line when he, on the... Uh, throw. On the throw. Oh, yeah, they lose. <laughs> Don't they? No, they win. No. Uh, the cut no. version. Oh, that's right. It was the cut version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The cut version sounded like a better ending, and then they stupid. Uh. Uh, number three, Blake? Uh, keeping in the uh, throes of uh, Harry Potter. Oh, Potter. You know, I, you know, I, I, you know we, we didn't want to see Voldemort die, I understand, because Jeff's feelings were hurt about oh. that. Uh, Dumbledore, I can give a shit. He yeah, died. You know, he's... You know, he's the Gandalf, you know, character. He's got to die. Snape, man, you know, he has to die because he is the ultimate good guy because all along he was, you know, the plant. He was, you know, so that's kind of rough. Anyway, Are you just going through a Harry Potter death? And then, yes, but is. you know the one that really sucked that I actually shed a tear on? What? Dobby. Oh, Christ. <laughs> I'm sorry, I wanted to kill him the first minute the, he was is on he the screen. He's a small creature. He's the house elf. Yes. Oh, God. Yes. It, it, I thought you were going to say George or Fred, whatever Weasley yeah. twins If I out. had to choose people in Harry Potter that I'd take prevent their death, <clears throat> it would have been James and Lily. And then we wouldn't have the. Then you wouldn't have any movies. They actually killed Voldemort <laughs> right away. <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> that is not my number three. My number three is Norma Bates. Wow, that would have made the shining a lot. The shining, I'm sorry, psycho, psycho a lot different. Change approved. <laughs> Where mother is still alive, and then driving him crazy. So, in that version, is Norma the one doing the killing, or is Norman still dressing up? Doing so it's the like killing? a long... they don't kill anybody. <laughs> oh no, they would still kill people. Oh, Nor- okay. Norma, Norma was pretty crazy herself. <laughs> yeah. I, I watched some of Bates Motel. Yeah. They just open up a bed and breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> they run a successful hotel. Called, it's called New Heart. <laughs> uh, number two for me, or three for me, is Darth Maul from The Phantom Menace. Uh, could have done a lot more. Oh, we brought him back. Now he's a spider. Ugh. 
Now he's back in solo. <laughs> I don't even know anymore. I give but, up. But they brought him back. It's still anyway. stupid death. He really die. Never should have died. Uh, number one for me, speaking <laughs> two, two, we're on two. Whatever. You staying you, with Star you Wars? You could have Hobie that with the Emperor. <laughs> <laughs> number two, Boba Emperor. Fett. Oh. Boba Fett. I'm not even a huge Boba Fett fan, but Honorary. it was a stupid way to die. Honorable mention. Well, Boba Fett was a stupid character. <laughs> the only thing cool about Boba Fett was his armor, and as we're going to learn next week, uh, <laughs> watching The Mandalorian, that he stole it from somebody else anyway. <laughs> He's no good to me dead. That was his best line. That was his only line. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, he, he, his other line was, Ah! ah! <laughs> His other line was the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> ah! I knew I should have put the ignition switch on the back. <laughs> I regret nothing. I don't think you're taking this top five seriously. <laughs> so that's how it works. The armor's not mine. So, uh, mi- so Mr. Fed for uh, who puts the ignition switch on the back? <laughs> so. Uh, I can't even Mr. Fed for uh, three. I can't turn it off. <laughs> Mr. Fed uh, for twenty five dollars more, we could put the ignition Mr. switch Fett. on the front. No, no, I'm good. I don't want to spend that. And Mr. Fed is my father. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Boba. Boo boo. No, no, Boba. Bubba, like the clown. Bubba. Boba Fed. Boba Fed. Like the clown? No, that's never mind. Bozo. Uh, number two for you, Jim. <laughs> uh, my number Bubba, two. Wait. Bubba Fett, the yeah, trailer two. park bounty oh, hunter. My number two is Sam Wheat, Patrick Swayze's character in Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been a better movie if he didn't die. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't even have Whoopi Goldberg in it. <laughs> no, she would be calling uh, for. Uh, she would be calling the police. There's this guy in my house. <laughs> Could you just get out? You know, I saw a great joke about the Sixth Sense. It would be like if I was uh, what's his name, the, the, the dead guy. It was like uh, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. And, like I'd be pissed if I was Bruce if I was dead and I was still working. <laughs> I'm sorry, did I blow something? I think oh, you ruined uh, Jim's I number one. I think you blew my number one. <laughs> uh, well, see, your list was so good, it made me think of this. <laughs> What's your number two? Like you? No, it's you. It was back to me? Yeah, yeah we're going two. back to you. Oh, We've well, only yeah. done this for 300 episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <my number. laughs> uh, John Miller, Saving Private Ryan. I would have, you know, I, I think it would have been more dramatic if Private Ryan actually died when they found him and they couldn't save him. And bring but it was back. based on a true story. Yeah, but you can fictionalize it. <laughs> Normandy didn't happen, did it? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, that was fake like the Holocaust. That's right. <laughs> so you wanted the Ryans to lose all their children to the war. Eh, you know. <laughs> well, moving on, number two. Well, anyway. Uh, since well, there was a family started... of seven brothers that died on a ship sinking. I mean, come on. Well, that's the story it was based yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> Jason picked the wrong character from Star Wars. I'm here to set the record straight. Uh, that one Ewok <laughs> that, that the guy cried over. Yeah, like the explosion. He shook his friend, and his friend was dead. Oh, I cry every time. I don't want to see that. Many Bothans died today, and, and one, one Ewok. Ewok. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, out of all the Ewoks there that should have died, only one did. I'll be honest, that guy was Cabo asshole, so it's okay. <laughs> was it was it the only one that could say nyuk nyuk? <laughs> That's why they cut it out nyuk, on nyuk. the new one. Nyuk, nyuk. How is your number one? Uh, my number one is uh, Trinity from... Uh, <laughs> That's such a long death scene. <laughs> yeah, if we just like cut that death scene out and then I don't ever have to like have lived through that. They probably didn't even have to make a third film because of that because that was pretty much the whole third <laughs> film, wasn't it? <laughs> it was 48 minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Still I mean, dying. They brought her back anyway because... Paul Rubens had a shorter death scene in <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> So if we just just didn't kill her off at all and save supposedly all she's that... coming back for the new Matrix film. Well, why wouldn't she? Why not? It's a reboot. <laughs> <laughs> What's your number one? Uh, true number one. Getting all serious. Uh-huh. Yes, the uh, the number one film death I would love to undo, and that is uh, I know Harrison Ford would disagree, but I would say Han Solo. That really bummed me out. Of movie deaths, that really bummed me out. Did it make you feel better after watching Last Jedi? No. <laughs> How dare you, but sir. But see, I still think that Ewok was more crucial <laughs> to Star Wars well, uh, Apparently, you're right. <laughs> hey, guys, we did really good. No, None of us died today. Uh, one Ewok died. Are you fucking kidding me? Is it George? Did George fucking die? Jesus, we can't do anything right. Fucker. We can lose boffins left and right, but god damn it, one Ewok. Was that Ewok sacrifice really worth Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag call it off. Yeah. Call it off. Hashtag what? Ewok lost his life stopping the empire. Hashtag Ewok 2. <sighs> Breath of silence. Moving on. My number one, we've already hinted at, is Malcolm Crow, Bruce Willis's character in The Sixth Sense. <laughs> because if he doesn't die, then we probably don't get the happening. <laughs> <laughs> Best response there you to go. reason ever. There you we, go. We, we don't have all these uh, M. Night Shyamalan films keep coming out. What? What? The trees? <laughs> run to the trees! No, no, the don't trees. run to the trees. Don't go to the tree. Okay, you just died. <laughs> they breathed on you. Uh, let's see. Number one for me was Serenity Wash. Yeah. Okay, and he, uh, let's see, I got some honorable mentions. Go ahead. I have uh, Ellie Fredrickson Who's from that? Up. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Don't <laughs> make me cry. Best, fil- best part of the film? Uh, the death of Ellie? Jeez, you're <laughs> evil. Pretty much. Uh, let's go. I'll go Hector from the movie Troy. Oh, okay. okay. I, I think they should have killed uh, his brother instead. Killed well, Paris. I, I, I'll agree that they followed the story. At least that part. Oh, yeah, followed. They, follow, they followed. The no, that's about the only <laughs> part of the uh, actual uh, Greek, myth. Greek myth they followed was, <laughs> and then Tommy shot in the Shawshank Redemption. Because mm. um, he didn't even mm. die in the book; they just transferred him away to another. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I had uh, Sebastian Shaw from X Men First Class because I thought he could have been a cool character. You could have kept for villain. yeah for the for the Hellfire Club. I like the Hellfire Club in that, except for Emma Frost. Oh, she was terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and my other one was Jack from Titanic. 
<laughs> just get on the fucking L- L- other side. Now, hold on. You just stole my number one for next week. Rose Yeah, Rose. Excuse me. Uh, I know there's no room on this door, but there's like 87 doors over there. Not a door. <laughs> Curio cabinet. <laughs> it, it was a piece of woodworking from the so, wall. I was going to say, wood floats. <laughs> Evan Rachel Woods over there. Just get on her. Yeah. Jackie Wood. Hell yeah. Oh. No, that's the she doesn't float. That doesn't float. Oh. See, the thing is, Jack wasn't real though. Oh yeah, it was all fiction. Yeah, it was all in her mind. <clears throat> Which would have been a better story. Uh, I had for honorable mentions. I had uh, Alex Trevelyan, 006 in Goldeneye. Mm-hmm. I had Boromir. In uh, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I you were going to say Borat. <laughs> and pretty much half of every character that Sean Bean has <laughs> played. <ever> played. <laughs> uh, we did have... Uh, oh, the, actually, the other ones I had, uh, I was almost at a whole list of just Alan Rickman. But, uh, <laughs> Alan Rickman characters. Uh, Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber, Snape. <laughs> Jen Adams had one list. Um, Jen Adams, famous for getting 60% of the Buffy questions, right? Uh, number five, Ben from Night of the Living Dead, when he goes out and gets shot mm-hmm. at the end. Sure. If you John Coffey so. from The Green Mile. Uh, old Dan and Little Ann from Where the Red Fern Grows. Fuck that movie. Fuck that book. God, I hate that book. And they're fucking it. reading it to uh, the kid in Million Little Things. Well, shit, if we're going to go on. Oh, is that what gonna, they're reading to the kid? In yeah. The you know, if we're going to yeah. put books in there, can I put it's Sounder? Not, can I put Sounder on my? It was Sounder, Sounder. was a movie. There you go. Yeah, I want How about Old Yeller? Bring Old Yeller. Old Yeller. Just leave him alive and let him attack the family. It's Cujo. He's all yeah, rabbit. You, <laughs> you, you, you pronounce the R at the end of that word. Old Yeller? Yes. Okay. Well, okay, let him go. <laughs> no, it's Old Yellow to him. I said Yella. He said Yella. Cincinnati. Uh, yeah, you're allowed to pronounce the R at the end of that word, unlike a few others. <laughs> Skippy the Cat from Boondock Saints. And number one, Mufasa from The Lion King. Mufasa. About a Which whole one? Story. Which one was uh, Mufasa's the dad? No, uh, of Simba. Boondock Saints. Which uh, one? Skippy the cat. Skippy the cat. Which I have one? no idea. Which it's, guy was it's, that? It's the cat. Oh, the cat. The cat. Oh, okay. Right. It, it's like saying the dog from John Wick. Okay. You didn't want. Okay. So there you go. Or there, Marley and Me. What, you didn't get Brian Hackney's. Infant no, Hackney's? I did not. He sent you a tweet. Well, well, you, know, you didn't look. He didn't check tweets. He was just checking Facebook. You know, it'd be great if his answers were for the top five that we were originally going to do for this week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what that top five was. I don't remember so. it either. <laughs> but it'd be pretty funny. We'd be like, well, that doesn't make sense. So top five <laughs> next week. Uh, let's see here. Uh, top five next week is, what are we doing? What are we doing? Movie characters we wanted to die. There you go. So, so we'll forget that by... The whole cast of Justice League is my number one tomorrow. That's not true. Anyways, uh, let's see. Here. It'll be later tonight. <laughs> I do not have uh, Hackney, so we will um, read his next week. I'm looking it up here. Well, you've got five, four, four three, three, two, two one. one. Number five. Oh, Bubba Gump. Number four. Uh, his name wasn't Gump. It was Blue. Yeah. Blue. Uh, number Bubba four Blue. was John Coffee. Number three, Apollo Creed. Number two, Creasy. Number one, Goose. Honorable mentions, John Miller, Marley, and Jenny Gump. 
I disagree with the Jenny Gump. That bitch deserved to die. <laughs> I'm, 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 I can't she play. She had a horrible <laughs> life. Yeah. I can't place Creasy. Who's uh, Creasy? Crazy. He's from Greece, isn't he? No. Tell no. me more. Tell me I, more. Like, did she put up a fight? What? What? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? What? She put up a fight? What? Well, Creasy uh, was a fictional character from the movie Man on Fire. Oh, he okay. caught fire, remember? No, I don't. Caught oh. fire. I didn't see that coming. Nope. It's Spoiler in the title. Alert. In the title. <laughs> uh, bad idea of the week. Uh, number 712. Uh, recording on concrete. It's really not comfortable. Oh, it's kind of echoey, too. Yeah, I I'm know. I'm sure it's going through. I don't think it's as bad, though. Uh, they can hear it. You can hear it, can't you, people? You yeah. can hear the echo. We'll be back with carpet next week. It's a little cold. <laughs> we'll be back with carpet next week. And number one fan and Disney aficionado, Doug, will be here to open up the studios. He's got the big scissors, and he's going to cut the ribbon next week. We're letting number eight do all that? Well, he's bringing the scissors. Oh, okay. Yeah, no one else is allowed to use the scissors. Have you seen the big scissors? No one else can get their hands around it like him. <laughs> he only needs one hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, he's just using his hands. <laughs> oh, Roger said goodbye. Goodbye. Addendum titles for the show. I think we had a lot of them this week. I wrote a bunch down. Go ahead. Uh, paper cuts are the worst. <laughs> they are the worst. They are the worst. Uh, lick the light bulb. No. <laughs> house, house, house. <laughs> it's not lupus. It's always lupus. <laughs> uh, Mr. Fett is my father. <laughs> <laughs> And pot committed on Meg Ryan. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bold strategy there, Kyle. Let's see how it pays off for him. Uh, I have nothing <laughs> for Mr. Fett. Mr. Fett is my uh, Watch me soar. Uh, five film. Oh, that's next week's top five. Uh, that was his only line. Like that one. Uh, because it's the law. Uh, this guy doesn't have a face. <laughs> And uh, burn your retinas. I think that was it. Yes. I've got the armor's not mine. <laughs> uh, my rollover votes. <laughs> <laughs> it is election night. That is timely. That's not a thumb. <laughs> I like my rollover votes. Mr. Fett's my father. And this guy doesn't have a face. <laughs> Sir, Do you have any, Blake? No. No. Sir, you're going to have to move your thumb. That's not a thumb. That's not a thumb. That's a completely different part. <laughs> okay, what are we going with? Uh, I vote for Mr. Fett's my father. Mr. Fett is my father? That's my vote. Okay, I'm good with that. Yeah. Jim? I was either doing that one or the uh, uh, rollover votes, but I'm okay with Mr. Fett's my Which father. Which one should we go with? Which one do you like, Jeff? I think Mr. Fett's My Father has a level of humor that you can get without hearing the episode where no one will understand my rollover votes without listening. Change approved. <laughs> Roger says goodbye. Goodbye.
test, testing me, testing me. Testing you, testing you. Touching you. Touching me. Sweet Caroline. Good times never feel feel so good. good. You've been listening to Hobie.